0: first of all great show today
1: you're terrific thank you your big mouth was a revelation i appreciate that you worried you and your swaps are getting played well this is an opportunity for you to meet who you're betting against try not to get too righteous and listen a little okay fine who is this guy the real solid gold
2: asshole i'm a cdo manager
3: a cdo and manager
2: harding advisors
3: i didn't realize that there was anything to manage with CDOs.
2: no we select the securities that go into the cdo portfolio and monitor the assets i do most of merrill Lynch cdo's
3: do you represent the investors or merrill lynch the investors you do yeah but merrill lynch isn't going to send you any customers unless you put merrill lynch's bonds in your cdo
2: good question let's just say merrill and i have uh we have a good relationship.
3: You have a good relationship yeah. with
2: Merrill Lynch. I've been to, we've been doing business together for a long time. And
3: so the CDOs that you create are of, of the highest quality and the highest value? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Are you at all concerned about the rising default rates?
2: I assume no risk for this products myself, Mark. OK.
3: So let me get this straight. The bank calls you up. They give you the bonds they want to sell, they give you clients, they give you money to run your business, they give you fat fees for doing so, but you represent the investors? Is that right?
2: Yeah. But we're not in the Merrill Lynch building.
3: Okay. Where, Where are, are you? New your Jersey. You're 20 minutes away.
2: Well, five easy of helicopter. Okay. it's funny, huh?
3: That's hilarious.
1: Oh boy. Your boss is about to explode. No, he's Hold too on. curious Hold to
3: on. explode. Hold on, Say that again. CDO A has parts of CDO B, and CDO B has parts of CDO A, but then they both get put inside CDO C.
2: Yeah, that one's called CDO squared. CDO of a CDO. All right. And then there's CDOs made up of the opposite side of the bed you made with the swamps. We call them synthetic CDOs. What did you
3: say? Synthetic CDOs? Synthetic CDOs. That is fucking crazy.
1: It's not. It's awesome is starting to boil he looks like the bad guy from doom.
4: All right,
3: let's say you have a pool of 50 million in subprime loans. How much money could be out there betting on it in your synthetic CEOs and swaps right now tonight
2: so 50 million
1: um, billion dollars. What? If the mortgage bonds that Michael Burry discovered were the match.
2: How much bigger
3: is the market for insuring mortgage bonds than actual mortgages?
1: About 20 times. If the mortgage bonds were the match and the CDOs were the kerosene-soaked rags, then the synthetic CDO was the atomic bomb with the drunk president holding his finger over the button. It was at that moment in that dumb restaurant with that stupid look on his face that Mark Baum realized the whole world economy might collapse. And I know what you're thinking. What the fuck is a synthetic CDO? Well, here's Dr. Richard Thaler, father of behavioral economics, and Selena Gomez to explain.
0: Okay, so here's how a synthetic CDO works. Let's say I bet 10 million on a blackjack
5: hand. 10 million because this hand is meant to represent a single mortgage bond. Okay, Selena has a pretty good hand here, showing 18, Dealer showing seven, that's a really good hand for Selena. Good odds, in fact, her chances of winning this hand are 87%. So,
6: my odds are good. I'm on a winning streak. Everybody in
7: this place wants to get in on the action. How could I lose, right?
5: Now, this is a classic error. In basketball, it's called the hot hand fallacy. Mm -hmm. A player makes a bunch of shots in a row. People are sure they're going to make the next one. People think whatever's happening now is going to continue to happen into the future. During the real estate boom, markets were going up and up, and people thought they would never go down.
7: So people who are watching and think that I won't lose will make a side bet. Now this is the first synthetic CDO. I love
0: Selena Gomez. I Bet you 50 million she wins. And I'll give you a three to one odds.
5: Three to one odds? Okay, I'll take that bet. Now, somebody else is going to want to make a bet on the outcome of their bet. 50 million, she wins. That will lead to synthetic CDO number two. Hey, I bet you 200
8: million that lady in the glasses wins that bet.
6: She probably will win. So I
7: want a great payoff.
8: How about 21?
7: Deal. And this will go on and on with more and more synthetic CDOs.
5: And we can transform an original $10 million investment into billions of dollars. You okay? No.
3: I actually feel pretty sick.
2: So I'm going to leave. You think I'm a parasite, don't you, Mr. Paul? Apparently, society values me. Very much. In fact, let's do this. I'll tell you how much I'm worth. You tell me how much you're worth. God, you
3: are an incredibly big piece of shit. Short everything that guy has touched. I want half a billion more swaps
1: about that. The collateral calls can bankrupt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going?
3: I am going to try to find moral redemption, not to All I have
9: to say is, just don't give up.
10: Don't give up. Uh, just don't give up. Just i living like that. I ain't like all my We want to start to be chosen. No matter how rough, just don't give up. I ain't lost my touch. I'm trying to show you I love you. Ain't gotta show nothing no hope. Must want me to run behind you. In my plug i fell in love considering no longer selling drugs. he told me i had his blessing she must be special i responded that it was life in the fast lane comes with a rush the heart still wants what he wants. the heart still wants own <laughs> out on a meeting to go see my diesel mechanic was in the broke car shipment container got left at the dock and the product got hit by the coast guard And I cried not cried not I be drive a big time, a one, a Me, Pick up the satellite phone, I need you right now. You me familiar and I'm in tears and my heart is bleeding right now. Said that he knew I'd be back cause all women are wicked and they only love theyself. Told me to take a little time when I'm ready to grind and send all the work I can sell. I swear to God I harbor no resentment towards you. But baby, I still love you with all my heart. You didn't make me bitter, you made me bitter. I God touch your soul, get rid of the coldness in it. Learn to let go of my feelings, got back in the building, and got me alone to love. I pray God touch your soul, get rid of the coldness in it. Learn to let go of my feelings, got back in the building, and got me alone to love. Puerto Rico Woo. gangland. Woo. I pray Woo. you be there with the plane
9: Happy New Year! Welcome to the party. So, it is a wonderful day. We're having a wonderful Tuesday. Everything kind of just kind of fell our way this afternoon, if it didn't seem like that to anybody else. I mean, you got shit that's falling apart. You got, you know, people that are getting margin called all of a sudden out out of thin air. You got, you know, you know. Just the economy, the economy itself, it's just, you know, exploding. It's great. I can't complain in any which way. I mean, who could complain? There's no reason to. So, on today's show, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the debt. How that basically goes ahead and gives us some nice interest savings. Um, We are going to talk about... Some of the things that Matt and I have talked about for the last year and a half, and kind of gone back and forth uh, with each other on it. So it's it's going to be a fun filled, a fun filled event today. I have to say. So to start things off, I'm going to go ahead and we're just going to give little Robert his little intro here today. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Not, um, not too bad, so- buddy. And my other co host tonight will also be Matt Wirtz. I'm a Brit! I, I won! No, no, Ralph. This means you're failing English.
3: Me fail English? That's impossible.
9: So, to continue on with my characters of Ralph, this is my basically my 12 days of Ralph miss, is what I'm going to do. Um we have of course mine.
1: Class, in what year was one plus
3: one? The answer is the amazing Ralph. Ah! Hi, Lisa. Hi, Super Nintendo chalmers. I'm learning. I-
9: so <laughs> keep on going on this. I, uh, I I spent some time on this one just because um, I thought it was a nice way to bring in the new year. Um, we have Cornelius.
0: I'm scared,
3: Daddy. Just scared to even wet my pants. I love you.
9: <laughs> we have my good friend down below. He's known by the Choo Choo's. He represents Choo Choo's. Good old the instigator Leo.
0: Or Ralph.
3: Here you go, Ralph. <gasps> you choo choo choose me.
9: <laughs> and my good friend Fafa. Oh, Fafa, I got a special one for you. Let me tell you. You're going to enjoy this one. Where are you? There
10: we go.
3: Yeah. I say baby Jesus
9: Thank you for dying for our shins And and, oh and I forgot my good friend My good friend mr. C from Canada, you know You your temper sometimes gets the best of you my friend We don't we want to make sure that we're just blaming Canada and that's all we're doing as long as we're being in Canada Everything is forgiven. So, just so you know,
3: the voter Lisa stinks. Leave her alone. You leave her alone.
9: There will be an award for the stupidest comment said today, which is a special clip, and you will be remembered always because I have this on recording. So. Yes, for the stupidest qu- quote of the day, you have a the best saying from Ralph. Robert, Matt, how you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, Did you like your Ralph clip? Yes, I did. All right, good. As long as you liked it, that's all that matters. Matt, how did you like yours? My day was as up and down as the markets today. Oh let's talk about let's talk about some markets today. Let's talk about AMC's debt. So we paid off twenty two what was it, twenty two point five? Today, yes. All right, so we paid twenty two point five million dollars off. So interest savings on that what was it roughly?
11: Um trying to remember I think it was like a hundred and
9: like one hundred and ten thousand. 110,000. Okay. So Fafa, you had a awesome breakdown of it. If you would like to read it or if you want me to, I can as well.
12: Uh so as I was putting it together, now keep in mind guys that this was I'm going from December 12th. Now I know that we had one at the end of November as well, that was actually directed to the lead notes as well. But if you add the numbers together, now today was significant because it was 22.5 million at 300 or 3.2, roughly million shares um, at a 694 clip. But if you add those, all those numbers from December 12th up to today's filings, Uh, AMC actually has gone to uh, about almost 12 million shares that they've offered at an average price totaling about $7.25 per share. And that's a combination of them all. We actually have paid off uh, uh, $86,775,000 of debt. Uh, Saving us basically $782,000 of interest immediately on the payments. That's not including what our, basically our percentage rate per year is between 10 to 12. So just at a 10% year over a year, we're saving $8.7 million on that debt Um, based off the savings rate because we've paid it off. So we're not having to pay that on a year by year basis anymore, which is good for the company because it's that much more money in our pockets that we don't have to pay. And we can use that towards future endeavors or um, maybe putting it back in the debt uh, in the future. So it's very significant what AMC's done since September with the offerings that were on the exchange and these lean buybacks through share offerings Uh, Because they've been significant in reducing the amount of waste on interest and future endeavors to put that money towards something that they want to do. Whether it's growth, whether it's putting it on the debt margin on 2026 or not, uh, that's up to Adam Aaron. But I do believe that we will continue to see this uh, as we near the importance of paying off the 2026 debt. Because there's significant reasons why you would do something like this and it's saving us the cash that we have right now on hand giving it a chance to grow and also offering us a chance to reduce um overhead interest i'll say it this way reduce the uh, uh, opportunity for us if we do a lump sum payment in the future because we might be able to get a bigger rate uh for savings in the future because we'll have more cash to be able to pay all at once so I know Robert's got a lot. He can detail on that as well. But just understand how significant it is that what we're doing right now by doing the buybacks through shares, it saves cash. And that cash could be a lump sum payment in the future to pay off something significant when we get to the point that uh, they come to us with an offer saying, we'll give you 40% off your debt if you give us cash cash or they could actually ask for shares and do the same thing and see the price of the share go up because they want it up to get more money that way. So there's many different things that can happen with this, but it's, it's significant.
9: Matt, go ahead. I also want to add that with
13: some of the debt that they paid off and some of the debt that they extended the terms of and paid down principal, um, that debt, has contract restrictions on a requirement for cash on hand so even though we have x cash on hand a percentage of that cash on hand has to be locked up and unusable as a lien against the servicing of that debt so we were in a situation where most of our cash in hand was locked up due to restrictions through contract of debt so by doing this, you also lower that requirement of restricted cash on hand.
9: This is basically, if you're playing cards at the poker table, just know you have uh, unlimited boats. You get unlimited, basically, royal flushes if you're Adam Aaron, in my personal opinion. It, when you're do when you're playing this game and you're especially you're going up with these banks and you're going ahead and you're sitting there and saying, Oh, well, I got a royal flush here. Uh, what do you have? Mm, there's nothing that beats me. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna get I'm gonna sell my shares. I'll sell my shares to you. Oh, $750. Let's just make that $10. Let's just make this this. Because it doesn't matter for him he could basically sell however many shares he wants however many times he wants a thousand times over and over and over again and there's still no way that they can actually cover their shares their shorts their synthetics they're I mean just make-believe crap there's no way they would ever be able to cover it so Adam Aaron can do whatever really the hell he wants at this point because the banks are going to come to a position where they need money. Fafa. Thank you for bringing that up.
12: So imagine this, guys. Adam Aaron set up the chessboard, and he's playing with the banks, the people that are holding the debt. He pushes a pawn forward. The bank responds in like. Then he pushes another pawn forward, and the banks push in like. So what we've basically seen since basically the beginning of December with the actual lean debt swap, if you want to call it that, is that he's basically made a a move. They've counteracted that move by agreement. And then what happens is all of a sudden he moves the queen into a particular position. And that queen now has just put the king in check because when the banks are in need of money, just like James was saying, and I said this before. They go, fuck, I need money. So how am I going to get it? Well, I have a good agreement working with Adam Aaron right now on paying off the debt. I will take 100 million shares off his hand at a target price of, let's say, 10 I'm just saying $10 because they need cash. So what they're going to do is they're going to get those shares, wipe off that part of the actual debt, probably actually with a huge discount maybe even clearing it entirely because they will run the price up to a point where they can actually double up their money or something like that. And it also will wipe out the debt for AMC at the same time, because they are going to be at a point where the black swan event is going to make them need the cash immediately. So I'm not saying this is exactly what's going to happen, but I'm saying this is, where the need for cash will come in very significant and they could actually drive the price up to cause them to have the money to close out their short positions because they're hurting they have no money no liquidity and they're getting ready to get margin called so they need to find money fast and how do you do it you continue to build that relationship to a point where they know they can come to you for something to be able to help that and that can be shares That can be shares and they can give you a 20%, 30%, 40% discount on that, on your debt and wipe that entirely out because they need to be able to live through what could happen in the future, which we all believe is going to happen soon. So, you know, that's a way for them to stay in the game, so to speak.
9: Hey, Fava, it's like kind of like this.
0: Okay, but what's his name?
1: i need
0: money
10: doesn't talk how come he i need money he's a mute when we first hooked up he wrote on a slip of paper i need money i said shit me too and we started making it together after that ah. where he staying harvard local house
1: second floor right on the couch
9: go ahead robert
11: yeah, the, you know, just going, you know, going further with uh, what Fafa was saying that uh, you know these uh, you know pretty much these uh, I'm talking about the word for it um, yeah. debts liabilities yeah. debt I mean, payments. yeah they, these payments pretty much they 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 can't get away from them so they need cash for the like they said and and now you know that's why you have B Riley and uh, supposedly allegedly. IBK are having problems with them, so now all these people are are, are now margin calling their their clients and saying, hey, you can't go any further because of this
9: uh, requirement. No, they wouldn't do that.
12: (laughs) Well, Let me reinforce what Robert just said. If everybody remembers in June of 2021, so when we actually had our run up to 72, it was at the time that they had just upped that from 100% margin requirement to 600% margin requirements. Correct. B. Riley is feeling this. So,
9: and on the opposite side of that, Fafa, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The DTCC, back a year ago, they did 100% collateral haircuts to certain securities that basically B. Riley was a part of. And so, that's what the DTCC is trying to basically say hey, I don't want any part of this. Period. That's what they don't want.
6: In solidarity, that was also the last time I got a haircut. It awesome. was September of 2021. I remember it very well.
9: Chaotic in two minutes. I will go ahead after we're done talking about this. I will play your clip of Ralph Wiggum. So, but... It, it, but realistically, they are seeing their margin. It's literally just, it, it's gone. It, poof. It's a fugazi.
11: And they have to pretty much just start the whole, one starts it, and then the other pretty much jumps on and starts the whole process too,
9: so they have problems. No oh, shit ton. And it's just, go. and it's literally a cascade effect. The minute that you're going to see one person, then here comes the next party and then here's the next party and then literally it's going to be that one version and i always make this analogy it's it, alice falling through the hole of the rabbit hole going into the room she goes ahead she eats a cookie she gets big she tries to fit through the door <gasps> she can't fit it's the same thing with every single other hedge fund, bank, prime broker, they're all going to be going to the door and Alice is too big to fit through that door. And it's a problem. So let me break
12: down one thing, James. I I think we're pretty pretty simple and self explanatory, but if you notice the average shares that's being sold by Adam Aaron for the debt lien
9: seven dollars.
12: Well, that's the average price, but the average yeah. shares per these offerings have been around the 3.5, 3.6 million shares. The reason why that's important is understand that Adam Aaron, smart dilution is where you're not over flooding the market with shares. And what you're doing is you're actually just kind of giving that that bait, that hook to kind of keep them in interested because, again, he knows, Adam Aaron knows that there's going to be a market event. Why do you think he bought an HYMC? He knows that the, the, the economy is not doing well. He knows he needs to kind of keep himself afloat um, as far as the company is concerned. But at the same time, he's doing it with, with, with wisdom and intelligence. And what he's doing is he's keeping that relationship open with our debt holders. To the point where when there is an event, then they mu- they will come at him and ask him for the whole enchilada. Now, we don't know what that could be, but the whole enchilada is where AMC gets out of its debt. Because they're going to be begging, because of that relationship, for them to survive, to get what they can to be able to make some money. And they I think they understand this. They understand what's happening, and they would have to get money any way, shape, or form. And, and so you see three point, three point five million shares on these offerings, but all of a sudden you see a hundred million with one company. That's when AMC's about to take the shit off.
9: So, so what, what's a good indicator for a recession and a depression? Fafa answered it. The the premise of the two year gold. Gold. I love
0: oh. gold.
9: And red too. Gold, silver. They start to go up. One of the greatest indicators of a recession, a depression, is those metals. They start to go up. Go ahead, Matt. There were
13: two other points I wanted to make about the debt, and then because you brought up the Highcroft thing, I don't know if people know. But first, with the debt, one of the things I noticed in, uh, when reading... Uh, Q3 earnings report is that they also had debt at an adjustable interest rate, and that what you were talking about with the SOFI and uh, conversion from LIBOR to SOFI also created uh, higher requirements for AMC on a collateral basis against their debt, which is talking again about that that restricted cash reserve against the, the interest on the debt on an annualized basis requirement. Um, as far as the Highcroft goes, I don't know if anybody noticed, but AMC actually last quarter report um, disclosed that they had purchased warrants in Highcroft.
12: Really? Yeah. Yes, they did. I don't remember the number, but it, it was it was good for them to do um, because they're holding a high-end warrant. Mark, Matt, what was it at? It was... God... Damn... I can't remember what the price was on those things. Give me a minute. I think there are, I know there were above five. That's all I can remember. Either way, it's a steal. Remember when you exercise warrants, you're basically getting basically shares at that price. So if the price goes above that price, you still get it at that price. You just mm-hmm. exercise. It's very similar to buying uh, call contracts but you actually have sole ownership of those, and they automatically transition into shares when you exercise them. So it's it's significant because you're basically – it's almost like owning a bond.
9: Yeah, pretty much. We, we'll get into the bond market here in a little bit. <laughs> that is just a shit show in itself. Absolutely is. Matt, you find what you were looking for? Maybe.
12: While he's looking, I'm yeah. going to share my thoughts again. So when it comes to these lean debts, I do not believe Adam Aaron's done. I am on the sheer sure footing right now. I'm really believing that we're going to have another AK before Friday. Um Because I honestly think that they are reaching out to him now at this point because he's already started the process, that they are feeling comfortable with approaching him directly uh, about this because they need shares. They need something to be able to hedge themselves. And so I will anticipate that we're going to have something either Friday, no later than probably midweek next week on another drop. Um, And it does not affect the price quite like people think. Because they're being sold directly to the lien and not on the market, and so it doesn't quite affect the, the the stock price like like you would see if you had an offering on the market itself.
9: You're trading in equity. You're trading in equity for basically cash. It's it's just yeah. basically to pay off a of debt. It doesn't have any effect towards the stock price in any which way. So any one of these, you know.
12: It does in one way. And I'll say this there, James, Mm -hmm. because once they get them in their ownership, those those banks are going to want to make money. And so they will push for the price to go up so they can get the most out of it. That's how it will affect the price. It doesn't happen overnight, but when they see the need for it, that's when it goes. That's when it pushes. And guess what happens on top of that? Once they push the price up, then all of a sudden you start seeing gamma because of call options. So it can, it, can definitely, it can definitely waterfall.
9: It can definitely be a ramp. And you have a nice little takeoff in a ramp. But... It, what I was trying to explain is basically that these shills that are sitting there and saying, oh, look at him, Aaron, he, oh, he sold so cheap. Oh, he did this, oh, he did that. No, it doesn't, no, 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 no. It is the wrong concept for what they're talking about and what they're trying to portray in your mind. If you haven't noticed, the only thing that they talk about is price. It's price this, price that, price this, price that. There's no other argument, none. And I, I mean, I see it all the time. I'm now being called a grifter because of it, <laughs> and that's fine. I don't really care, because I rather make sure that everybody understands that this is the. There are only two plays that they have. One is to bash CEO Adam's character to get you to distrust him, and two is price, 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 price. All they talk about is price. All they talk about is value. They don't talk about any other mechanisms that make an equity or a stock. They don't.
12: Hey, Matt, did you find Matt? Sorry, James.
9: No, you're good.
12: Because, no, James, JW believes it was $2 warrants.
9: I don't even know if, did Matt disappear? I think he's still searching hopefully to well, frees right. up who knows who, who knows, <laughs> who knows? He, we i asked him you asked him robert he's there chaotic seems like a perfect interlude into chaotic's uh ralph wiggle moment basketball
6: this is my swing
3: set this is my sandbox i'm not allowed to go in the deep end that's where I saw the leprechaun. Right, a leprechaun. He told me
6: to burn things. <laughs> that is one of my favorite Ralph Wiggum. I love Ralph Wiggum. I like that. Do you need I
11: that information, like- by the way?
6: Huh?
9: Go. Ahead. What do you need?
11: For Matt? The, the whole uh Details of the Highcroft stuff?
9: If you want to, please, just you can go ahead if you got it, because I, I think Matt's frozen. Uh, I believe it's... Uh... Oh, there he is. Okay, good. Go ahead,
13: Matt. If you got him. I, uh, but I, was, no, I, I, I didn't find it out right there. I was seeing with the National Cinema Media stuff.
9: Oh. All right, go I, ahead, Robert. You go ahead. go ahead.
11: Robert. I think that's you, Robert. Yeah, I'm, I'm making sure this is it's the right one. Uh, March 15, 2022, equity Capital Investment uh balance sheets at uh Highcroft. Let's see uh The terms of the agreement were: Mr. Sprout and AMC will reach an investment of twenty-seven point nine million cash in Highcroft in exchange for twenty-three point um, uh, 23, units of uh, Highcroft, in which the this is a one common share of uh, Highcroft and one common share purchase warrant. The units one point one nine per unit, which is a dollar nineteen cents, is the which the minimum uh, bid price required to Nasdaq for at the market purchase of of a unit. Each versus warrant will be exercisable for one common share, blah, 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 for $1.06 per share. All
14: right, so let me ask a question on that. Was that prior to the reverse split, or warrants do not reverse split?
11: They do not.
14: Warrants do not reverse split, okay. Because I was talking about with that with someone, and they didn't know if warrants reverse split or not.
9: No, they don't. They do not. It's a different
11: class. And... Okay. It's like a contract, That's... so you do.
9: It's the easiest way to describe it is basically a, a, like an options contract. They could be exercised at certain times. That's the best way for you to go ahead and The, the reason why it. they
13: don't split is because then they would have to recognize the, to the, the whatever split uh, uh, monetary value thereof. So, unlike our split where price discovery dropped the price if you split the warrant contract value then you also got to adjust the purchase price to represent the same monetary value of the contract
14: so they bought all those uh, at the exercise price at 106 correct
0: okay
9: winner winner chicken dinner it's a great thing it's a great thing so we're we have plenty plenty of support plenty things to back us up on we have really don't have a care in the world honestly when it comes to them paying off the debt and i do agree with you fafa i do believe that he could do this a thousand times and do you know what i could care less that he does pay off the debt save some interest (laughs) year over year it makes too much sense And considering you're not giving them a way out.
13: And see, here's the false narrative of and why I don't like the word dilution and many don't is because when you're using it the way he's using it, it's not dilution, it's cash raising. Now, if you're cash raising, however, you're spending that money that creates a better bottom line and a better total asset difference between total assets and debts against that asset, you're creating company value which in turn creates stock value. So you're not you shouldn't be losing value in a stock because he's diluting shares because the share value should go up because the cash raise as a result of the dilution is making the asset value go up. As from a company financial standpoint.
12: Well let's throw a little backbone to what you just said. So Tarzan updated his actual chart, guys. If you actually haven't seen it, check it out. He's posted it. One of the things that's actually important is that he had been keeping up to date on the equity to debt. That uh, that little chart that shows you know what our income ratio is compared to what our debt outstanding is still. And if you saw at the end of the year, the end of the quarter, fourth quarter, it had pretty much just went above, just barely went above uh, the amount of debt. So our equity was actually above it. Um, we don't know what our values are for uh, popcorn or anything like that. But when it came to standard standardized operations, we were now back in the green as far as the chart was concerned. But here's the thing. So we started January 2022, 2023, sorry, 2023 at $5.7 billion of debt. At this current moment, looking at it, and I said this this morning, we were at $4.59 billion of debt. And with the actual filing and Tarzan's updated graph, that is exactly where we're sitting. Now, why is that important? Because it really helped with us being able to do these lean debt swaps with the, uh, with the shares to help improve that debt to equity ratio. So it's significant because every time you do this, you're just chinking off a little bit more and you're able to raise your equity because you're not paying on the interest. So it's a kind of a twofold thing. You have less debt and more income, uh, not, not, I won't say income, more cash available for operations. So you can do more. PE. Yes. And and that actually can be thrown into different things like new revenue streams or it could be just for sitting in our bank until we pay off more debt or renegotiating some of the debt or whatever because the more cash on hand you have, the more negotiation you have with those who hold your bank, your liens. So it's significant in, in so many ways. So,
13: And I want to I add to that because we could have that on our on our cash gains i think for probably two or three quarters had we not been, and watched the interest cost eat away at that not to mention paying taxes on that at, at the cost of what saying we were this much net positive that you're gonna have to pay taxes on on top of that were you pretty pay- much eat away at the interest cost against that cash as opposed to sitting on interest cash eating debt or you can have Which the- that
15: affects the future pe ratio when you're right. out- when you're outlook if you're looking out into the future you see that that the reduction in interest payments will increase the future pe
13: and you also got to look at the lease obligations that they are sitting on that they've been paying off to boot. Because we did acquire a lot of, of, of postponed lease obligations, whatever you want to call it, lease debt in 2020, that, that we don't necessarily need to pay off in big chunks, but it helps to, to eat away with that when you can with some of that cash liquidity that we've been able to generate. And when you look at capital expenditures, yeah you're eating away at some of the net in order to create future lines of revenue to compound future net balances above and beyond to add to that debt costing interest losses that you would have otherwise had so like when everybody's oh, you know, well, you're not going to be net positive, you're not going to be, we've been net positive, it's just we've been reallocating what could have been net to create future revenue streams to pay off cash costing interest and principles and to back pay lease obligations from 2020. So, you take all of that together and Honestly, I think right now we're in a better situation than what we were in 2019 before COVID.
12: Let me uh, let me kind of say something here. That's uh, another two more pieces, actually. So think about this, guys. What we just saved on interest. You now understand that a lot of that is where part what well, comes out of our cash burn. So the cash burn that we have, a lot of that is from interest on our outstanding debt. Uh, Not all of it, but I would say probably about 40% of it probably is from, you know, the actual interest on our debt liens. So when you're actually starting to chip away at that interest itself, that also gives AMC a better opportunity to not have what everybody wants to say, fearing, you know, oh, they're burning so much cash every quarter. Well, yeah, when you have debt to pay, you're going to have some cash burn. But the lower that that interest is that because you're paying off, you know, important lean debt, that's especially close. You know, 2026 is not that close, but it's close enough that we have to focus on it. Right. So now we're chipping away at that. And now you're actually having less cash burn. You have more cash reserve and cash reserve. One of the important thing is we don't know the exact percentage interest, but I was kind of saying this before. Um in a different space uh, is that, you know, let's just say AMC is putting it in the bank. So they have a business account. They have the $1.05 billion sitting in that account. If they're getting two to 4% interest on that while it's sitting in there, but you consider that you're paying off debt through the share equity offerings, then now what you're doing is you've just added another let's say 1% interest on top of that, because you're able to reserve it instead of having to use it to pay the debt that now you've just actually amassed that much more money for future revenue sources, whether it's, again, now you got 1 billion. Well, Robert, you and I, and, and James and, and uh, Matt actually talked earlier, and we were talking about 1.8 billion as a, as a, as a watermark, an important number for AMC as far as cash is concerned. So let's just say that we have $1.8 billion at one time and they give us a 40% discount on the 2026 debt. Now, all of a sudden, you're only paying 900000000 million, let's say, of the oh. debt that's remaining or whatever. I mean, I'm just throwing numbers out there. And you still have basically the other 50% still in your account. Now your debt's paid off. Now you're actually just always positive on income, and your debt has been reduced to, what, $1.5 billion left in 2029? I mean, this is significant, guys.
11: You want the numbers? Just the number.
12: Yeah, you got the exact numbers. I don't know, but I know we were talking about it earlier, and I just wanted to give an example of how important these little snippets are uh, to chipping away on this debt.
11: Okay, so when we calculated, it was two hundred six million when we paid all of it through uh, share like equity uh, offerings. Uh, I think it's now with this week alone. Hold up, how much was it? Uh, twenty two point
12: five.
11: About t- two hundred and twenty eight million towards the debt. I, I think that's right. So a big chunk of it from uh, one point, uh, what was it? I think it was like one point one eight one at the beginning, but Mm -hmm. we had some discounts, so we brought down to probably I'll say seven hundred sixty-five million from this new one. So twenty-two point five, yeah, yeah, not bad.
9: So where? How does this get us closer to enacting a dividend then?
11: Well, if you choose to pay the debt automatically with that amount, you could do it. That's why he probably has the 1.8, but he needs to keep ample cash flow in his books because of the, the stuff. So he it's, it's a question of when does he raise enough no, uh, money to pay off the debt and, and go forth with the dividend and so forth. Because when, there is a, an amendment to allow a dividend, but you have to um, have ample cash flow and and keep a lot of that on your books. So right now it looks like you're pretty, but if you use the new cash for that, you could. Um, if he does one more offering, whatever he does by Friday, that's up to him. But uh, it helps the debt even further when you take, you know, if you do another offering. So,
9: Matt, you explained this really well to us yet, uh, earlier. Can you explain that again in regards to the dividend and what exactly you need from a book perspective?
13: Okay, so because of the
9: debt, you have that
13: requirement of cash on hand that's restricted. So through operating cash flow, you can only spend so much of that while still maintaining that, re- that restricted cash balance. Plus the margin requirements thereof, based especially on the adjusted interest um, loans. So, if you have like 1.6 billion in cash, but you have say 600 million in restricted, if you took six billion at 10% average annually, right? You're looking at 600 million in restricted cash plus. Well, it, if it's five billion, it'd be 500 million plus. 10%, so would be at $600 million. So that would give you uh, a balance of a billion in free cash. Now you need operating liquidity because the other cash is restricted, right? So when we had like 1.5 billion shares between equity and, and class A, APEC class A, right? For him to pay a dollar, he would have needed 1.5 billion billion dollars in cash liquidity to pay that for him, or or 10 cents would have been um 15 150 million but by by the because of the reverse split now and we only have a well currently we're at 200 million shares if he pays a dollar dividend it would cost him 200 million dollars plus expenses for submitting to the SEC and having uh, the the issuance fees and all that to come with it. But at the end of, of that cash burn through payment of a dividend, you still have to carry enough cash liquidity to cover the restricted requirement against the terms of the debt contracts and have enough operating cash liquidity to maintain business operations.
11: So if I could say something real quick, Go what ahead. happens when what happens when the B Riley suffers and they have to start liquidating because of, you know, that whole thing with IBKR and this accelerates the in my view, accelerates yeah, it accelerates the, the timeline of this blowing up because if they have whatever time frame to come up with that extra shares, they're not gonna be able to. No. Right. And then the
13: thing too is is that because of the reverse split, um any naked unreported shorts didn't get split. Any mirror tokenized or option promises, you know, against actual shares or any way that they hid something from the book didn't get split because it didn't exist. It wasn't on the books to be split. So now that he only needs say Two two million to do a penny. Right? <laughs> I'm every, sorry, it's hilarious. But, but every naked share out there is ten X that if it didn't get split, and even if it was on record and got split, has to come out of their pocket. To forward because it ain't on, on it ain't on AMC to pay for shares that quote unquote don't exist.
11: Could, could you and imagine if
9: they lied? One at a time. Robert, go ahead.
11: Oh, my bad, my bad. Um, real quick, could you imagine if they lied about the numbers?
9: No, they wouldn't lie.
13: <laughs> um I have evidence of that if you want that Namara article. Or please,
9: please. why'd Why you post it up above? Got it. Give me a sec. That's
12: well, I was I was gonna actually just say, based off, you know, what Matt and Robert and I have been talking about, here's here's the thing. Why do you think I've been saying if B Riley's getting margin called, you know that someone's gonna reach out to Adam Aaron because yeah, at this point, if they're getting margin called, they're gonna need to be able to close those short positions. They're gonna need shares. You get the shares, they wanna they're gonna need to be able to close those out, but they didn't need money. Again, why? I think it's significant that if Adam Aaron continues, someone's going to call them and say, I need 100 million shares
11: now. And they can't find it, so they're going to have more problems.
12: Yeah, you're right. And so that's why you have to go directly to the source, pay off the debt, and then try to run up the price in order to be able to sell that so they can close out their short positions and try to live another day. And at this point, uh, that's why it's, it's significant when you have people getting margin called. Already,
13: all right, and- so real quick. I, I posted that and I want to read it. I want to read the highlighted part. So, Numera failed to report 3,129 short interest positions, not shares, positions It don't say what equities totaling. 885,607,733 shares. In addition, the firm inaccurately reported six short interest positions totaling 6,790 shares when it should have reported six short interest positions, totaling 68,724 shares. So just in them six short interest positions, they underreported by
11: 90%. Hold up.
13: Holy shit. They also got fined for inability to close the terms of repo agreements at expiration. And they got fined for inaccurate reporting. They got fined for uh, the whole WhatsApp communications and record-keeping and use of of uh, inappropriate communication means. Yeah, but the banks
11: are the one that flips the bill. They are a bank, and the fucked up part is they're a
13: bond bank out of
9: Japan. Dun, 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 dun. Now,
13: to add more fire to Namara Bank Bond Bank, they were the recipient in a merger acquisition of, after 2008 of all of Lehman's offshore branches. Hmm.
12: Uh, yeah we got it we got a hand if you don't mind Matt oh yeah he's got a question
14: no no you if, if you guys got a line of, of, of discussion going on because you didn't know, go ahead because that's i was our shop and a question <laughs> i know i was because I, I mentioned 1.8 billion in uh, a previous space uh, and that's when uh, fafa came out and said that you guys had discussed 1.8 and i i didn't I wasn't in your space when you were discussing it because I had come up with 1.8 in a different way. Yeah, um,
11: from, from the stats, yeah. From what? Uh, from what, what was being reported on bad.
14: Yeah, I, I, I came up with from a different way because I was looking at it from uh, the way AMC is uh, selling shares and the possibility of doing a buyback prior to uh, issuing a dividend. Uh, I was working it backwards that way when I came up with the $1.8 million. Um, And you guys are issuing a dividend before uh, they do a buyback? Is that how you, you're working your numbers? I think there's two, two ways. See, this is the best part. They got choices.
13: Because if they have liquidity as far as shares to offer and they do a dividend, and they're already shelved to be offered, like registered to be offered, they can capitalize on that to create the money. Or they could use... the After they get done with the debt and and if they get the the net revenues on, on the business model end of it, they could do a buyback. But I think it's more important if they can't raise the equity through a a squeeze plate or whatever to keep doing what they're doing and pay off the debt as opposed to a buyback because that's going to create future cash um, on hand liquidity against business expenses um, to not to at least leave some of that shelf shares on the table for future liquidation at higher prices.
14: Yeah, because what, what I what I said at the end of uh, what I was saying in, in the other room was that uh, right now every penny that they're selling right now if from from the shares is going directly to debt. They're not banking anything. They're, it's, it's going right to paying off debt. If they were going to bank anything to get to the 1.8, they'd have to basically uh, do the capital raise at the you know almost at the market uh, and that would decrease the price per share. Which would open up a possibility of a share buyback if it gets low enough, you know, and then that would make a better return on a dividend uh, after a buyback because you wouldn't be uh, given a dividend with you know 300 million shares, 300 plus million shares in the float. It would still be down at around you know 100 to 200 mil, and you could offer a better dividend. That's true. Now or, now also consider
13: leave liquidable shelf shares at the market raise enough cash to be able to offer the dividend while you're sitting on that 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 uh, dilutability cash raise ability to capitalize off the result of that dividend
12: let let me kind of throw something else out there. I mean there's always a possibility that he could announce both at the same time now keep in mind that amc's normal habit on doing dividends has been 20 cents a share at currently with a float we have, that's $40 million. You yeah. could do a 20 cent dividend and also do, let's say a $25 million buyback of shares and still do both and still meet the san- standard requirements uh, of capital uh, in, into our account, not overwhelming us. So you could still even do both.
13: Now I have a question about that because if he would issue a dividend with the debt outstanding, it wouldn't just be the float necessarily that he's paying a dividend to. I think he's got to pay that dividend to also to the debt holders. Am, am I wrong about that?
9: No, he uh, pays debt
15: holders only the shareholders.
12: Only no. the shares that are out on the on the uh, sh- uh, outstanding on the float. That's it. Anybody uh, that actually owns.
15: if you hold if you hold like debt, like warrants or anything like that, it, it does not include the right to a dividend.
12: And neither do bonds.
15: That was yeah, bonds. That was the word I was looking for.
12: Well, warrants, bonds, every because we've had warrants in the past. We don't have them now, but but anybody that does not actually own That's a physical share, yeah, you're right. I was thinking yeah.
13: about yeah, tradable warrants where people actually own. Or like the preferred equity when we had it. All right.
12: Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, So currently, like I said, they could do both. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't know what Adam would do, but, but they could do both. I mean, you could do a $25 million share buyback talking about them, you know, not necessarily 25 million shares, but but you could do like 5 million share buyback um, and also offer a dividend at 20 cents a share and still be below $75 million at this point. So, I mean, could you imagine, there's, there's him,
13: could you imagine him doing a 20-cent share and then you consider that quarterly? That's that 80 cents on the share annually.
12: They, they did that, you, Matt. Yeah, the history from 2013. Imagine,
13: I mean, what percent of the current share price is that? That's like 10%, like, well, it
15: 15, be at, 15%, it, 13, 13%, 13%. It,
14: it wouldn't be at this... Uh, it, it this share count, though, it would be a lot higher.
12: Maybe. Depends. We don't know. That's the whole thing. So we don't know um, what price. We don't know how many more shares that will be used from the actual uh, shelf or, or anything. We, so it could be that he could do two more offerings like he's done and still be below 10 million shares on those two. And then all of a sudden, we paid enough debt, and then we just throw $500 million towards the debt, and we've paid a majority of it off. And now we're able to do dividends, and we're still sitting somewhere around 225 million shares total uh, on on the market. You know, So that I just owned. want to iterate that this is
13: all speculation. And the thing is, we right. can put a, frame, a better frame around that picture when MQ4 fucking earnings results come out, because that will paint quite a
14: picture. Yeah. All right. So you're you're saying if he pays down close to nine hundred million, you can lift the covenant. Is that what you're saying?
11: Yeah, less than that. It's a uh, six seven hundred sixty five million.
14: He pays down to it, or pays that down. He pays the whole so, thing,
11: and if he finds a way to offer and also pay down the debt all like you said, like uh, fate, uh, Fafia said, if you if you pretty much give offerings at kind of like a high level, but not that many shares. You can actually pay the whole thing off with a 500 million um, um, ex- pay- payment, I guess you could say, to the secondly notes to be uh, terminated. Right. That would be close to 100
14: million more shares, though. Uh, he's working about yeah. 22.5 well, with 100.
11: about 3 million shares. So he's doing a pretty good job with uh, selling these things out. Right. Aren't
9: there certain exercises in the covenant where you can go ahead and reach, and they can be lifted based upon reaching those said covenants?
13: Yes, forty percent.
9: Okay,
13: you're saying that, but he's done deals in, in combination of cash and shares, so not necessarily the case on that share count.
14: Right, correct. I was, I was, I was contemplating a two hundred to to four hundred million shares available for a buyback, not 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 like twenty five million but uh, that's if, that's if he keeps this the status quo and keeps on doing what he's doing for the next few uh Thanks. quarters. Yeah. I think it's I just know right we're, now we're, <laughs> we're sitting we're sitting
12: <laughs> we're just sitting in a really good position and I I think you know we've actually given a lot of information on what Adam Aaron has been doing we still don't know what he is going to do. He could be continuing the process But all I know is that he's doing the right things and we should be confident because if you look at, like I said, from just December 12th to now and the amount of money that he's saving the company, the amount of money without blowing the bank when it comes to shares has proven one thing and that is he's doing it at the right time. He's doing it in a good way and he's making a difference on our debt. And for that and keeping the money that we have in the bank without spending it, giving us a chance to continue to grow our popcorn or, or, you know, the candy or, you know, St. Simeon or, or beer. It, it's good to see because he is keeping it for a rainy day. And there may come a day that he might take 500 million of that and just say, wipe out my debt for the 2026 second lien notes. Let's go and what? pay it off. And,
0: what yeah, I do that, know, of,
9: this is very important, is that he is riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels.
12: I was waiting for that. <laughs> guys, I love you guys. It's been a great talk. I do have to go to bed. I am already an hour late. Nine-night. I'll see you guys on the flip side.
13: Yeah. Now I want to one other... Point to the, and this has to do with the Fed and the Fed rates, because they do have adjustable interest rates, and if the Fed does lower the rates, their interest rate on that debt also comes down.
9: This is true. This is a hundred percent true. I, I, we're in a very interesting time. Um, not many people can actually see what is happening right now because it's really never happened like this and this is going to steer the conversation more towards January 8th and these swaps because you guys are getting an understanding of these swaps as being nah, don't worry about them nothing can happen it's the same shit that we've always heard no it's not it's not in any which way because here's the one difference. Who has a quintillion dollars? <laughs> Who? I do. You do? I want to see that bill. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I want to see that bill because it, it, there's not, I, we're talking about quadrillions in ISDA that is just an unfathomable number. There's no. not money in the world. in the world. there's not. Now let's add a thousand <laughs> let's say a thousand quadrillions I mean, you no one has this money. I don't so even know has, those numbers. No like I said,
13: unfathomable. And that's why the Fed is lying about the <laughs> pricing rate? And why they need to cut interest on them on the rates, and why international are totally detached from their U.S. to um, currency swap uh, spreads. Oh. Whatever. Our inflation's bad, not to segue into the Korea thing, but the Korea one's ridiculous. That went up like 30%, or yeah, inflationary of like 30% spread value since the 08 crash.
9: Well, now look at our dollar and how it's being decreased. I look at the uh, yawn. Look at the hit that thing took today.
13: When you brought that up, and I looked, and I'm going to send you two charts, Mm -hmm. um, in your DMs if you want to post them up top or whatever.
9: Oh, I'm definitely going to the minute you send them.
13: The thing is, I know a little bit about that because I was stationed in Korea, and it used to be pretty much easy to do because one dollar was a thousand won, so every thousand was the equivalent of a U.S. dollar. Mm -hmm. Now it's like fucking seventy six cents.
9: I have a question for you. Since you were stationed in Korea, now do they like teach you like not to like integrate with the Korean women? I'm just. No.
13: They warn you.
0: That's part. Yeah, of- do they
13: warn you? Oh yeah, when you first get there, and then they tell you about dragon, then show you a film about what they called the dragon, and it's basically. Uh, penal infection where the cure is to break up the infection
9: with a hammer <laughs> I'm sorry my body my buddy was a tanker and he was stationed out in Korea and you had everybody from his platoon his his platoon sergeant his squad leader the the uh, lieutenant first lieutenant second lieutenant commander do not... Do not get with a Korean girl. All they're going to do is ask... You're going to get married. You're going to have a kid. They're going to get a green card. They divorce you. <laughs> he found one, married her, had a kid. The minute he got back to post, divorced.
11: Yeah, that's just the normal thing in the military, though.
9: She, well, yeah, I mean... <laughs>
11: Speaking as a product of it,
9: yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you're you kind of got that right for a certain extent because we're gone. I mean, that's just what it is, but you know, still, it's amazing to me about the just the money, the hits that everything is taking, these swaps, and I know it's being passed around in. Certain spaces and saying, "Oh, this isn't a big deal. Oh, they'll be able to cover cover it. Oh, they'll be able to do this. Oh, don't worry, their short positions are strong right now. I even have I even have a message saying that their shorts are they're in the money. I'm like, what, in what world are you in? Unrealized. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, whatever dope Jerome Powell is smoking right now, I want some." Like, can I get some from his magic tree? I really want some. Or even I'm on just the Gary give, Gensler. it just give me a seed. That's all I want. I just want to pl- be able to plant my own because whatever he is smoking, I definitely want some. Gary even, Gensler's. No, I don't want Gary Genslers. I, 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 no, I want Jerome Powell's. That is that is the money weed right there. Guaranteed.
11: Well, like, good thing that good thing that wire.
9: One, one hit wonder. Because they are now involved with the swap. The government is involved with the swap, and all these other governments are involved with these swaps. And there is not enough money in the goddamn world for them to cover this.
0: You want so, you want to know
9: I just posted something in the
13: nest and I don't know if anybody saw it today, but Janet Yellen tweeted and the the beneficial ownership registry marks a historic step towards to protect our economic and national security, a centralized database of beneficial ownership information. Now the interesting thing about that is beneficial ownership is not the same as custody. So I want to know the custody ownership that are benefiting
9: through the custody of our shares.
0: Mm -hmm. If
9: I had to guess, you know, Janet, the Tinkerbell yeller, spread some fairy dust, made some bullshit rule to protect one person that pays her. Mm -hmm. But I also wonder, is that their attempt, because they really
13: have no idea, who the beneficiaries are of all the swap
9: contract collateralized equities that are out there. No. Please, that's been thrown into this. This has been thrown into Evergrande. This has been thrown into that, that cow over there. I mean, you name it, it was probably used at a poker table as chips. You have no idea. There's so much crap that's involved with this, and the minute that it's not going to be an instant thing. Just so everybody understands, this January eighth is the day that they it starts. They still have a forty-five day window to basically make sure that all of that swap collateralized is covered. They have to make sure that it's all covered during that 45-day period. So what does that mean to equities? Well, they're going to go up. Because there's no other way to, for them to put them down. What is All
13: the same for the zero-value FTT tokens that were collateralized through equity swaps that are basically worth zero, even though they're trying to keep a value by trading their, their zero-value immature
9: equities? So... You mean to tell me, uh, and if anybody asks you this, and you just say, you say it like this. If a shill says, oh, don't worry, they'll be able to do this. Really? Okay, so they're going to be able to cover January 8th for these swaps. They're going to be able to cover Evergrande, plus have the dollar being devalued, plus having all of the uh, our debt, the government debt, right now, because the the government has to help the, the markets. They've been forced. Their hand has been pushed. So now they have to help with all of this garbage and to try and fix it? Where's the money that they're making?
0: Hmm. I
9: don't think it's there.
13: Just to throw one other wrench in that whole thing? All the oh, people that bought mirror ape tokens that mm-hmm. they they collateralized through swaps are ape equities as a as a supposed AMC mirror or an ape or tokenized security that were backed by um, option contract derivatives
0: mm-hmm.
13: oh. don't get the privy of a dividend that they're going to owe their customers because they said it was a one for one backing.
11: Of
9: course it was.
11: I still don't see how they get past the the eighth. I really don't.
9: No, I mean, it, it is it is the eighth, but like I said, there's still that 45 day window where they have to go ahead and actually come up with whatever. I, I, I don't know what collateral you would have to put add on to to make quintillion. Now like you said unfathomable number. Yeah, possible Through the FedWire, you know the right. Well, because no, so
13: I got I gotta add a detail to that because you're thinking, well, mirror tokens don't get dividends because they're not the equity. If no. they are swapped in a contract with somebody who has to forward a dividend, now the mirror token exchange has is obligated to pay the dividend to the shorter to which they're contracted to in order for the for the hedge fund to forward that
11: to the customer that they shorted. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
11: And funny enough, the it's all happening at the same time that the Bitcoin ETF has taken off. And that's what we talked about in our group.
9: Oh, really? Oh, what's... Hey, what did Bitcoin do today? I think it passed 45,000, didn't it? Yep. Oh, hmm. I wonder why. I they wonder why.
13: Build, they need to build that scalp value so when they need to the cash, they can liquidate out of it, and have the liquidable cash in order to forward that necessity, needed liquidity to unwind the derivative swap. Value.
9: Hold on. It's the more fake money. And you make it turn it in a circle. And with this... they got a lot of problems. I don't over. know how they're
11: going to get away from that.
9: They add to this fake money over here, and that's cryptocurrency. And then you have your miners that are little people inside your computer that are mining for Bitcoin. E- I, e- I still think
13: hedge funds have contracts with mining corporations in order to purchase their mined Bitcoin right from the source and not have to go to market and get them.
9: It's it's all coincidental from what I see. And Chaotic, if you would like to, I would like for you to explain this in regards to Naked shorting. The SEC knew? Oh, no. They put down Pornhub for a minute?
6: They've actually, they've known for a long time. It's actually, um, it's only very recently that they've done this, like, cute little um, convenient amnesia routine. Mm. Yeah, I've got clips. Uh, That clip that I have up in the nest there is from April April of 2009. SEC Chairman Cox, uh, in very great detail explains the problem of naked shorting. Um, and this is part of the last market crash, you know, and they were supposed to have um, take more to take in more uh, meaningful efforts to prevent this from happening again. And of course they didn't. Um, I've also, I, I think in that same, I'll have to go look. I've also got an sec issued emergency, uh, you know, trading uh, memo that went out in 2013, August of 2013. Again, describing the issue in very explicit detail of abusive naked shorting and how these entities are able to evade the show closeout regulations. It describes all of the mechanisms in which they do this. And they, they issued the warning that this is a, a pervasive problem. It is uh, threatening market conditions and it's illegal. Those are the, the three most important takeaways from that memo. And here we are in you know Gary Gensler gets in there, and you know he acts like Ray charles and what was most shocking to me is the amount of effort that was made to try to convince us that it it didn't exist. That's probably the most shocking part of all of it, not that it did not that it does exist, but that so many people. Um, colluded and collaborated to gaslight us and the general public at large into believing this is a phenomenon that doesn't exist, that we made it up, that it's a conspiracy theory. Hmm. That video from Chairman Cox goes all the way back to 2009, and it proves that it absolutely is the truth.
9: I'm just happy they were able to get off Pornhub for a little bit.
6: You know, gotta gotta get up and stretch those legs, man.
9: Yeah, I mean... just to go up and publicly speak like that and say that there's we're not crazy, wow, who'd have thunk?
13: Well, I guess they went from using Pornhub
9: to actually having sex in the Senate. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that that's a hundred percent fact. I mean, it really is. I, 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 that's just crazy to me too. I, I, I'm not even going get, gonna get started with that in any which way. But, just so you understand, here, here here's a clip.
5: Why, Jada, why?
9: What happened? Something about entanglements, I don't know, it's crazy. Just look at the arrow. Just look at the fucking arrow. No, for real, stop trying to distract me, bro. How is this arrow still going up, okay? Please explain yourself. Look, I got a hot tip for you, okay?
8: Cryptocurrency. What the fuck is cryptocurrency? It's these little people inside of a computer and they're just mining. They're just mining for these
12: digital coins, okay? What you do is you move the real fake money over (laughs) over to the more real fake money. And what you do is you just move, once you have more real fake money, you move the real fake money over here and you just keep doing that. I'm
10: so confused.
9: Because that's their intention. You're confused because that is 100% their intention. It is just to make you confused. Now, I'm not going to be surprised in any which way. Do you like how like everything that happened in the stock market today was all basically just like kind of like thrown underneath the rug because everybody was so concerned over the Jeffrey Epstein list and who boarded the plane? I find that very convenient. I mean, it's... You're going to see... I guarantee you something like this happens on the 8th. All of a sudden, aliens are going to come from the sky. It's going to be Mars attacks.
6: Speaking of Janet Yellen, I think it's hilarious that she says so many times that the U.S. has never defaulted before.
9: We've when defaulted was, three times.
6: She was literally there when it happened.
9: I mean, she so was old. old. She was old. She was senile. She forgot her pixie dust. Okay, in she- front
6: row center. The first time that ever happened, oh, uh, or I, li- I say the first time in the nineteen nineteen seventies when it happened, she was there working at the treasury. I so at hit the floor to see her say, "Oh, we've never defaulted before." Like, okay, okay. So, <laughs> like, uh, either we're doing we're all doing doing the Biden dementia routine now, or. Back in, lying. back
9: in nineteen odd, back in nineteen odd six, I used to wear an onion on my belt because that was the style at the time. And then they used to say, "Give me five bees for a quarter."
6: And hot dogs were only a nickel. Well,
9: yeah, exactly. I. It, it. She forgot her pixie dust. That's all it is. It's Janet the Tinkerbell Yeller. And what One she does... One
6: time she met Ava Gardner and she was a lesbian. Exactly.
9: Oh,
13: oh, oh,
6: oh. <laughs> you know
9: what they did to what? old Yeller
13: at the end of the movie? Um, I,
9: th- mm. I don't want to say it. It's sad. I don't want to say it. It's sad. I don't like that. Huh?
15: The same thing they'll do with Janet Yellen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
9: why I said old, old Yellen.
6: Old Yellen.
9: Old will take her
6: out back in the field somewhere. Oh my God. You guys. Bang,
9: bang, bang, bang.
6: Most expensive glue ever made, y'all. I mean. Elmer's. Hey, the at
9: Elmer's least he's...
6: Elmer's double barrel select.
9: Not trying to be a dick, but at least. Old Yeller got put to good use. That's Elmer's glue.
6: So I'm saying, man, we need to special reserve. Oh yeah.
0: Elmer's glue is oh no, yeah, that Ellen.
9: is going to be like <laughs> that is going to be like the exclusive Elmer's glue. Like you, you're getting glitter for sure. <laughs>
6: this is Johnny Walker Black Label. This oh, damn right. Elmer's glue Black Label.
9: Oh, for sure.
6: <laughs> Made from real politicians.
9: Yeah, made from real Tinkerbell yeller. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Goldschlager.
6: Sure. So I'm saying we need to, we need to have a special a special reserve label for, for this glue.
9: I do like gold flakes in my, in my liquor. I do have to say it it's makes me myself. feel fancy. I, I feel very distinguished when I have a gold flake that's in my, that's in my booze, I have to say.
6: I hope that when I die, y'all will be able to take my liver down to the pawn shop.
9: Down at the pawn shop. If you want to really understand some of the things that's crazy about what's really transpired in literally just the first day. I mean, one day. If you go all the way to the right. I give you a little review of the S&P. Now, one of the things about the S&P 500, and whenever somebody says, hey, we're cutting rates, well, that's normally when you cut rates, you're lowering interest. And if you're lowering interest, guess what happens to the stock market? It goes up. But it's already up. How is it up? make it make sense you're already up you have a new didn't we get it to a new all-time high from the spy i know we were two percent away on thursday last week but make it make sense okay so you're gonna price in what was it six rate cuts next year So you're telling me that the indices are gonna go up by six times? Throughout the year when no one has any money and um, you have stagflation, you have, now you're gonna put deflation on the table? And now, wait a minute, make this make sense. This isn't working. The, The math, two plus two does not equal fish.
6: I just added a quote that I think is pretty perfect to the nest. And it says you're angry and anxious because you never agreed to live in a burning home while the people who should care, pretend the fire doesn't exist. Distress is a valid emotional response to injustice.
9: Damn right. Damn right. So now fast forward, let's fast forward to today that Matt, I know you noticed this, but, like, did anybody else notice, like, in the the morning, like, first thing, you saw a drop, like, a total gap-filled drop down of the three indices and also the Mega 7 this morning? I mean, just a...
6: Mega 7 is being propped up, man.
9: Mm, So overvalued. It's sick.
13: There was a full point and a half. Right after open, and and I believe, if you if I'm he- heard you right before you said that was in and around the same time as the Korean one. Correct. Dipped. Yep.
0: And yep. the only one Don. covered
13: was the Dow. Yeah. Now, now okay. I don't know if you noticed or not, but in that dip. OPV went up, green candles, buys went up, money in went up. Yet the price dipped. what was that? A discount for cover?
9: Probably.
15: What did uh, VIX do?
9: Oh no! See, and that's the Vic, funny part. Vic. That's what. Thank you for leading up to that. So the VIX went at that exact same time. From thirteen dollars and ten cents all the way up to twenty-one dollars and fifty-eight cents. At the exact same time.
0: Oh.
9: So, when you see the S and P go up, or it's being propped up, they have to short the VIC going down. No volatility. Can't have volatility. Volatility is a big problem to them. I just so, put
13: a picture of them charts and I circled the OBV with the with the volume candle and then uh gap downs.
9: Perfect. But now you're seeing the inverse of that. All in right when the bell opens. Um someone's got a problem. Then right after right after this percent point drop then all of a sudden you see the Vic get down by end of day to I believe is 13 dollars and ten cents how much money do they have to pump into that to go ahead and get that cookie down same thing with the spy how much money do they have to prop just to get that thing to go back up
13: and the fucked up part about that whole thing is, is I don't really watch the markets, but I always take the time even when I'm not watching them to look after that two o'clock uh, reverse repo liquidity disclosure mm-hmm. balance on the overnights. And well, that's okay. When, like and the stocks were dropping. Like I was like, what the hell is going on with the overnight repo? Well, they, they fucking dipped the uh, overnight lending um, by a hundred billion. Oh, <laughs> only and only a
9: hundred billion
13: since since friday after they after what was it 80 an 80 billion liquidity uh grab yeah and and on taboo that's when i was like okay well this is fucking weird so then i went to look at the indices the dow the spy and uh nasdaq and that's when i saw the gap down i'm like how do you have a gap down like that next to no recovery on the SPY and the NASDAQ. And then you have everything at the 2 o'clock window just tanking while the SPY and NASDAQ stayed pretty neutral after that dip. But the Dow went up. And I'm like, nothing's making sense.
9: Well, I mean, I... Well, it does if you know, but... Well, I can... There's one answer that I can come up with. It's... Take this $3 trillion and let's put it in the air. It's called the Ponzi scheme of the U.S. stock market. Let's just pump this, pump this, pump this, pump this. We need to keep this up. We need to keep, we can't have this happen yet. And over
13: this debt period, the Dow already
9: has the biggest gains of all of them.
13: Of course.
15: Of course. And then let's see what happens in the n 2 after this.
10: Oh.
9: You got M2 money supply. Oh wait. Um I think we're missing I think we're missing like uh what? I think it's 6 6 trillion, I believe, somewhere around there. It's like 5.5 to 6 trillion dollars in the M2 money supply. It's just not it's just gone. Now, let's one
13: other coincidence on that, and that's because
9: the end of the month is the
13: report period for the FTDs and, and, the, and the short interest and all that. And you take the two days to the end of the year, add the T plus three into where are we at?
8: Faith.
9: Instigator. Gravy train with biscuit wheels.
8: Can I bring it back to AMC paying off their debt? Sure. I want to. Yes, please. I want to know if you had a best guest. Put your tinfoil hat on. Let's let's have fun. But if
9: my tinfoil hat. Why?
8: On. The, I live in my. Why is Adam chipping away at the debt with you know a couple million shares at a time? Why do Why One do you of think the reasons- that is? Instead of just like a large chunk. What do you think? What's your thought?
9: My thought on it is, is that one, I'm not going to sit there and I'm going to dump all these shares at once and let one buyer come and get it at the cheap. If I go ahead and I chip away at it and I keep on saying, okay, well, here's, you know, a million here and here's, 3 million here and here's 10 million here and so on and so forth I'm building and I'm building and I'm building as opposed to one player coming in there and saying at a you know $7.86 clip and buying a massive amount which doesn't really do anything to for me cuz I'm not negotiating it at that point
13: same reason a fisher doesn't put an entire worm on a hook when a not only 10 worms anywhere. You'll be out of worms in an hour. But if you split them worms into smaller pieces, you won't get stripped as quick. They'll catch the hook and you'll be able to fish more worms and catch more fish.
0: Yeah, right. pretty much. He, he, he's
11: pretty much
10: he
11: things like B. Riley, for example, where they know that there's not enough going around. And for three million at whatever basis of twenty two million, it's it's gonna make them you know pretty much crash like they are right now.
8: Instigator
9: does that add, answer your question.
8: I mean, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a good way to think about it. Um, I I don't know. I just. If it was me, and I, again, I'm no CEO, I'm not running any kind of business or company or anything like that, I would like to do it in larger because it's going to take a long time at that rate to, to pay down $2.6 billion of of toxic debt or whatever you want to call it, right?
9: Just remember, but the, there's covenants and there's features within that yeah. contract that, hey, if I get to X
8: percentage, then right,
9: I'm, I'm good.
8: It's just, I guess... My my, I'm I'm think I I think I'm looking at that's at it the wrong ways because there's probably a lot there's a lot more to that debt than than I understand like like the the, the covenants and, and stuff like that. Whereas like my own personal debt, I attack it with an intensity where I'm paying large chunks where you know massive percentages are going down at a time. Right? You know what I mean? Whether. It's no, I'm- car loan or a credit card or something like that Uh,
7: i have a
15: i have a theory and i don't have a you know until we know who are who the shares are going to um specifically you know my theory can't be proven but my theory so like you would say leo all right you'd like to pay off like your your mortgage or whatever and you want to pay chunks at it well imagine if if instead of paying your mortgage, you're you're just um, you're giving a share of what you own of the house to pay down the mortgage payment. So it's possible that instead of giving large chunks of shares of AMC out, he's trying to avoid putting large amounts of shares into their hands to avoid giving, uh, like a large ownership stake, uh, where where these people you know could then come and you know once you get over a certain percent of ownership of a company, you know you can start to you know vote on board members and and you know do all these other things. You know basically he's preventing the sort of hostile takeover situation that could happen by putting a large amount of shares into one entity's hands. So he's essentially spreading oh, he's essentially, he's essentially spreading it out amongst uh, many institutions instead of going after one and giving them a chunk of shares and where they have a say in the company. A perfect example
13: of, of why he's doing this, too, is he did a 40 million share to <laughs> Pantera, And we saw what we got an inside window into what the hell they did with that. Now, was that a? bad thing to do? No, because that eliminated a huge debt covenant that Interra owned. So we eliminated in one full swipe that and yeah, we got rid of that up, player. That was coming to expiration. So but at the same time it was good to do that, but because it was such a massive position and coming off the back of the of the reverse split merger corporate actions right? They fucking used that to uh,
8: flipped it like what, five times? Correct. Do you also think doing it in these smaller increments like this kind of keeps uh, the volatility of the stock just kind of like controlled a little bit in a sense?
9: If
8: If he's doing it the way he's been
9: doing it so far and basically trading shares for Cash, for example, as Fafa noted earlier, it, it's not affecting the stock price yet. Right. It's but not, I mean,
8: like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's, it's, it's a small amount. We would con- consider that low volume, but like, it's not going to make a huge impact for the upper or, or the downside. Right. Correct. It's not going to, but it, it will when the banks
9: come to a position where they say, Hey, I need money. Like, I need money. And that's what they're saying. So what are they going to do? They're going to push the price up. Because then instead of they bought it at X, now they're going to sell it at Y, which is going to be 2 $3
8: higher so that this way they make a profit. So let me ask you this. Now that we kind of established that, why doesn't he, and I'm not saying that he won't, I'm just saying why hasn't he or why doesn't he offer uh, at the market for us to buy them, because he stills, you're,
9: they still have an ability to go ahead and purchase them. He's not, he's not protected. Us,
13: uh, him sending them to market, and us purchasing them. We're not purchasing them shares anyway.
9: <laughs> Correct.
13: We're, we're going off exchange, even if you have a broker that lets you send. A trade to market. The New York Stock Exchange adopted a rule where they can send blockchains to ATS dark pools in blocks so as to not represent that purchase block in the market. While the broker that you designated to send the market fulfilled their obligation to do so, and soon after they created that whole liquidity um, push. For people to change investors, change investors, get out of payment for order flow, get out of payment for order flow. Everybody's moving their shares, reliquidating their positions for them to use and manipulate and wash, roll over and trade and do whatever with. And then people picked up on, oh, I can designate my orders to go to market. And that was kind of fucking them up. So the New York Stock Exchange adopted a new rule in mid-2022 that they could move blocks off exchange.
8: Isn't that sort of front-running?
9: It's exactly front-running. That-
8: hmm.
9: You basically nailed it on the head right there.
13: You could call it front-running, or but front-running customer order so that they can backside short it.
9: So it's the Ponzi scheme that we call the United States stock market.
13: Actual rule for front running is they can't push customer orders in front or push their orders in front of customer orders, pushing the price up and filling customer orders at the higher price so that they can scalp the, the push up from their purchase price to the fulfillment of the customer orders. Uh, uh, now, when you talk that's why in 2013, when they adopted these rules and shit, they they switched to shorting because they can backside short or frontside short, and it doesn't fall within the parameters of the front
4: run rule. Yes, Cornelius here. He sure is. Yeah. Hey, uh, after uh, when are you guys? When are you gonna be done with the? Uh... With this topic, because I want to run back, and back uh, what Cornelius said this morning, when we were talking about, um you know, the CBDCs and all these things, right? Because I want to spin it around these brainiacs, right, over here, and see what they think, right? Because I'm not no financial advisor; I don't know anything about none of this shit. I just started learning this shit three years ago, four years ago, <laughs> like you know. So-
9: Cornelia, what is yes. what is your CBDC topic? I'm curious now.
15: Well, there's a lot to say about it. I guess, the Bleach, you go ahead and simple, start simple. with your question. No,
4: no, simple, simple. Like, you know, the way that we were talking was like the the can is going to be kicked down the road, right? And that's basically like the, the the biggest fear, right? Because the only way to combat the kicking down the road is if the company becomes so profitable that it's actually paying you now, right? That's the thing. Like, most people don't look at it that way they be like, oh, they're going to kick the road down the road. The MOAS is over. It's done. No. If the company becomes profitable enough, they starts paying you a dividend every quarter or every month or whatever the fuck he wants to do. I mean, we don't know. But the thing is that I want to, you know, because you guys, since you guys know more about this market mechanics and all these things, right, I want to hear you bouncing because that, that's just, it's his theory, right? It's his theory. But I want to hear about other mechanics that I might not know about Because I don't think that they can just switch over to a system without not saying fixing the other system that we have in place now, but they're going to have to, in a way, somebody has to take the fall, right? Because they cannot switch over to another system with all the bullshit that they have. They cannot do that. But the thing is, Cornelius made a very good... I've been thinking about that all day. You know, that's the reason I came up and asked. So, you you know, if you can, compress it, you know, Cornelius, if you want you know, compress it as much as you can. And let's see, we you know what they say, bouncing the ideas around. Because like I said, I, I, you know, I, I just been thinking about it and I'm stuck in an area. And hopefully one of you guys might say something that can get me unstuck. And I can keep following down that path.
9: I do well, know a lot about CBDC. So that's why I'm curious.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I came up. And I know, I know that you well versed. Matt is well versed. you know, I believe Robert is well versed. Cornelius is well versed. you know, so, I want to hear from you know, and anybody that's down there, they might know about this. Please come up because this no, is. I wish yeah. First, right, let's attack, I want to attack this from a different angle
13: because when you look historically at economy and value of economy, right?
0: Mm-hmm. When you have
13: fiat and it has no value, and they're exposed to where they are, it doesn't matter if the economy is U.S. fiat dollars. It doesn't matter if it's fucking if you're trading manure. You can't. What about a big bag you of shit? Can't, you can't change the economic collateral and hide exposure. It no. don't work that way. The exposure transfers into whatever market you're transferring it to. Now, CBDC is their narrative answer, not because they can screw us over and, and fuck us on the squeeze, but because they can use that as an excuse in order to gain control power over the economy and the people and what they can spend and the taxability and the restrictions and and the control that they have over the economy over you and over your freedom within that economic system so like when you take um full on economic crashes historically right there's always certain things that hold higher value tobacco and alcohol being two of the biggest historical um, trade markets in, in a depressive economy because the demand. So like when you when you can't unwind that risk, you're just using it as a control factor. Right. I don't care what they pay me. I'm not gonna hold on to what I want. I'm gonna put that value into what I wanted to be in. Just like I bought equities, they moved my fucking equity investment value into fucking crypto. If I wanted to be in crypto, I would've went to an exchange that traded crypto and I would've bought fucking crypto tokens. Now, I have no control over that, but when I have liquid cash or liquid CBDC, Or whatever that is, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to cash that out and put it, put that in something I want gold, silver, whatever, whatever it be, whatever you want to put it.
15: You might not be able to. That's the problem. That's the problem with
9: CBDCs.
4: There you go, Cornelius. There you go. There there you go. That's why you got to come in and start, you know, doing the spill. So,
9: yeah. So, CBDCs, the. If you guys don't already know, you have the FedNow system, which is your new payroll, which is your new pretty much everything. They FedNow is basically going to take ADP's place. If you don't know who ADP is, it's a payroll processor and most companies use a form of ADP, um, and what they do, and what it's going to happen is it's not just to transfer money back and forth between two parties. What it is 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 it's going to take your taxes out. You're not going to have to file taxes moving forward because they will just go ahead and they are going to take it right then and there. So if you're a W-2 employee, all your taxes are taken out. You're not going to get money back at the end of the year. Self-employed, they'll figure out a way to tax you. Don't worry about it. It's already going to be taken out. So you have that problem. Now they set guidelines and limits on what you can spend and what you can spend your money on. So the minimum guideline for CBDCs is 100,000 CBDCs or $100,000. With that $100,000, say, using Matt's example, saying he wants to go buy gold or buy silver with it. One, they already have stipulations in place to where you can't go ahead and buy said gold and silver. One. Two, you're capped at 100. If you want to buy anything larger than that, that is based upon your social credit score and your carbon footprint. They will check that. Fed now will say, okay, we'll approve you to a limit on this purchase at a maximum of 500,000. You are capped.
13: People find ulterior methods of trading.
9: Agreed. No, I I, I totally agree with you, Matt, in in every which way.
13: And as far as the banking system goes with the CBDC, if they really want to fucking see a revolt, an economic revolt, against against doing exactly what you said, Mm -hmm. go ahead and try it, because we are not, as Americans, ready to accept that for the most
9: part. Which I totally agree with you on, on all of that. But everything still stems from the Restrict Act. And that's, that's the bad thing. That's, that's the one bill that everybody needs to read, period. You have to read it. Because if you don't read it, you will, you will not know how the government's fucking you, Period. End of story. make an audio book? No, it's a lot of reading.
8: <laughs> read by Dave Ramsey?
9: I, w- I wish it was read by Morgan Freeman. I'm Morgan Freeman, and I'm going to tell you a story. Go ahead, Cornelius. So,
15: um, just uh, to start, uh, I posted into the comment section a little pill pillbox at the bottom a link to a video on youtube it's about a 45 or so minute video but it's i found it a really great um video that they sort of talk about the creation of money and where money is going and and where money is going into the um implementation of a cbdc system Um, it again it's a longer video you know it, it's not really visual, so you can kind of put it on in the background and listen, uh, you know, to it as you're doing something else. But I suggest that people do uh, watch or listen to this video. But starting there, cbdcs are essentially uh, I, bleach. I, I I don't want it to come across as it's going to kill the moas. I don't think that is something. That is going to kill the MOAS or kick that can, so to speak, down the road. But it, it may be an implementation because of a MOAS or because of another catastrophic, catastrophic event in, in the, uh, the economic system that they then decide to implement uh, to lessen their burden, to lessen their liability into that payout. So say a MOAS happens – And and instead of them uh, directly coming out of pocket, liquidating all of the banks that are involved in the in the short positions and all that and the hedge funds and all that, you know, they could find this as an avenue to essentially create a side set of books. It's like a side uh, ledger. That they can then uh, move the liabilities they owe into, and they're not going to become beholden on paying. They're going to allow the creation of money, just like they do with fiat, with the Federal Reserve now, but it'll be through the central central banking uh, system. So, and I'll try to get back to where I was this morning on it, bleach, um, but. Imagine what we've already seen happening. You know, we have these huge swaps in, in with uh, Archigos and, and all these other things, these swap positions that have gone south and all because of short positions and whatever. Um, Archigos fails. What happens? Credit Suisse hits, goes on their books. Credit Suisse is a large bank. Credit Suisse cannot hold that liability for very long. They tried. They weren't able to hold it for long enough. They go under. What happened? UBS takes over Credit Suisse, a larger bank. Basically, a bigger a bigger fish ate them. And so that bigger fish now has their liabilities within them. So uh, the Archegos thing, the Credit Suisse thing, the failure, it didn't just go away. The liabilities are still there. They're just assumed onto the books of a larger entity. Well, this we started to see more and more of that happen with um other bank entities we saw silicon valley bank uh we see ftx collapse we see uh you know uh we saw uh, whatever other banks this just this year you know multiple banks this year uh failing well those failures don't just disappear They've been assumed into other banks, but they've also been subsidized by government programs, you know, uh, largely funded by the Fed. Well, what CBDC uh, is going, what they want to do with CBDC is ultimately make it the big central bank that once all these failures start to happen, it will become the answer. This, This is not going to be, you know, oh, uh, we need CBDCs or else, this is going to be, we need CBDCs because all these banks are failing and the only thing we can do is to essentially uh, centralize all of these liabilities into one place, one central bank, and we're going to offer them up uh, as the CBDC. And so if a MOAS situation happens, maybe they want to say if that's a catalyst for this, they want to say, well, the only way we can pay you out is we centralize all the liabilities into the central bank. The the central bank essentially prints all the money, and we're gonna start paying you guys, you know, into your C B D C wallets. That's an, that is a possibility through the C
9: B D C. But so I'm gonna expand on what Cornelius said sure. real quick.
13: Because there's one aspect of this that you're missing, it's actually A good thing about CBDC when you're considering blockchain. if you take a situation like Robinhood in 2021 and the margin requirements because of the two-day lag in manual transfer of digital currency and confirmation of contract agreement for transfer with blockchain, it's instantaneous. So it allows them to move liquidity at a snap of a finger globally where it's needed so when you think of a fed and their overnight repo lending and all the fucking shit they have to do through digital clearing and third parties and all that stuff you eliminate all that suddenly if that bank in iowa needs liquidity because they're out of cash and customers are dealing in the digital currency that can be moved through blockchain it can be boom boom at the bank and boom to the customer right because you eliminated the need for fiat for paper and these are going to be
15: their selling points quote unquote these are going to be the things that they're going to tell you are the the positive reasons to do this, this is would be you know instant clearing and and all these things like what matt's saying this is what they're going to tell you are the great benefits to ushering this new age of a central bank you know digital currency is things like that the instant transfer of money the instant blah 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 but the things they're not going to tell you is how much easier it's going to make it for them to do things like print new money they're just going to be able to create it uh through an algorithmic a blockchain so to speak like matt said um which will be privatized. It will not be open source. It will not be a blockchain that you're going to be able to uh, go in and audit. And and the people are not going to be able to see the inside working of this it will be privatized blockchain. It will be it will be at the whim of the people who control the central banks, which will be the same people that control the Federal Reserve now and, and, and the same people that control and if, the huge institutions.
0: Uh, and
13: if you think
10: of it as the I
9: got something that's going economy to- with the Fed,
13: right? It would be the same thing as a as a token, right? The it's already a made,
9: a, they're already made a token, right? It, a will, token. it will
15: exactly and, be a token. It will be tokenized. The fiat, it will be fiat tokenized. A,
9: and when they have a
13: token and the federal reserve wants to ease, they just create more tokens. And
9: when they want to tighten, they burn tokens. Correct. So here's, here's the part that Cornelius and Matt, this is the part that you're missing. So, Bleach, I'm going to ask you a question. When you have a building, like say you have an apartment building and it's right next to another apartment building, what happens when it catches on fire?
4: The other building catches on fire as well.
9: Exactly. Okay, so now I want you to put Bank A. Here's Bank A, Bank B, Bank C, Bank D, and so on and so forth until you get to the top four derivative holding banks. Who are the top four? All derivative banks holding banks own
13: apartments in the
9: same building. So they're, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like the, but those, but those, ba- but those in those top four derivative holding banks are going to be those banks, everything else that you see around that, those four banks, they're basically going to create a fire around those banks. Those banks are protected. Why? Because it's hiding the government's dirty money. But those banks are going to get burned to the ground. So this way it's going to force you and funnel you into those four banks. Those four banks are going to be the banks that you get to choose on who you're going to keep your CBDCs with. That's one. Two, with, the, with all of this, before they even implement a CBDC, you have to have a digital id a digital id because they have to be able to track you they have to be able to know where you're where you're at how where you're making where you're purchasing things at all that stuff because your phone your smartphone is going to become your wallet that's what it is so if you want to make a payment and you want to do anything it's through your phone why because they know where you are, they know what you're buying, and they can tell you what you can and you can't buy based upon your carbon footprint and your social credit score. That's it.
15: Look at it, look at it kind of this way. So, we just went through Christmas time. We all know the movie, uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. You know, uh, so banks are best suited to, 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 to work for their clients when they're smaller banks localized and things like that. Well, you know, it's like the bank and it's a one world of life. I where... don't have your money, uh, bill, i bill so, has yeah. your money. Yeah. So so uh you know the small bank is fucking taken over by the big guy. And all of a sudden, you know, the deposits aren't there for everybody when they need them. And, and it becomes a fucking shit show. Well, that's what ha- happens when you centralize all the banking. Like it's best when banking is spread out amongst the many banks. Well, we're already seeing the centralization of banks where big banks are gobbling up the smaller banks. Well, this would be the ultimate scenario where it's all the banks get gobbled up into the one big large bank. And and it, then it goes all to you know fractional reserve banking, which is what we see, and then and, and rehypothecation of money and, and and the printing of fiat and all that thing will be all held within the one central bank, and then all of a sudden you don't have banks that care about their customers anymore. You don't you don't have any of that. You have one bank. You you see, um, in in China, you know, where they have this, basically, it's already implemented and with the social credit score, like the, these guys have already been talking about, where, you know, your account can get locked up if, if, if they don't like
9: what you said on
15: Twitter, or if they don't like, you, you know...
9: bad about the government, you could be fined up a million dollars and serve a year in jail. Quite and simple. Read the Restrict Act. I promise you, I don't think it will go. I don't think it will pass. To be perfectly honest with you, I really don't. There's no way. There's no way that Uncle there's, Sam wants. To be there's fired already on that. a lot
13: of Senate pushback against this. So,
9: yeah, the, there's that. But then on top of that, so the CBC, the CBDCs are supposed to be fully implemented. I believe it's April of twenty five is when they're supposed to be fully implemented. Right now, we're in the marriage period between cash and CBDC, right now. But I believe full implementation is April of the year 2025. With that being said, what do we have coming up? We have an election. The president come in there and say, I ain't doing this. No. And then this is all scrapped. It's as easy as that. I mean, it's it truly depends on what happens.
13: But I don't know that they'll scrap it completely. I think we'll have two systems. And I think the Fed might go CBDC with their liquidity to the central banks mm-hmm. to litigate the liquidity risk of cash being moved and the delay time it takes for third party confirmations and all that shit. But as far as economy and us, um I think the the, the monetary system as it is through digital it will remain.
9: No, and I, I fully agree with that. I mean and I don't I don't care. But I mean if you're looking at it if you were looking at the full true implementation of the CBDCs here. When it comes to trading, so your enemy The people that we're up against, they have a thing called the Wholesale CBDC. That Wholesale CBDC is worth three to our one when it comes to trading. This also gives banks the ability to tokenize your mortgage, your auto loan, your credit card, all of that, and be able to rehypothecate it for their bets. Try that one on for size. You don't want it. Ahmed?
16: Hola, muchachos. Happy New Year, everybody.
9: Happy New Year.
16: How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's great.
9: Can't complain.
16: Awesome, awesome. Um, just a few tidbits I would like to uh, uh, share. Um, I've been gathering this over different discords different youtube videos different all that stuff so thoughts um probably biden is not gonna win um this next election and they're gonna let trump win and uh, not before uh fucking up the market and handing it to him completely fucked up the picks basically and uh, those are the thoughts that, that have been gathered so far <clears throat> i think the cbdc in this case would be used um not as um, interface with the client per se, but a back door between the Federal Reserve and the banks.
9: That's I mean, exactly what Matt just said.
16: Oh, okay. Meaning that I don't need to print money. Let's say I'm going to have to pay off the MOAS. All right, cool. We'll pay them cash, all that shit. But uh, the settlement that I'm going to do with you as Citadel or as you as whatever, in order not to completely destroy the economy and me having to print out whatever, it's going to be kind of a bailout where I'm going to give you the cash, uh, I'm going to give you the flexibility digitally so I can track what you're doing digitally, I can monitor it digitally, and I can control it digitally, that will be kind of the test piloting phase in a way until the rollout of phase two, which will be what you're talking about, the controlling expenditure, the monitoring, the all that stuff, when mm-hmm. your phone becomes your wallet and stuff like that, that will probably kick in down the line, has a lot of probability to be like that. And uh, they're basically replacing the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar has taken a blow from the um, from the petrol dollar and the BRICS and all the, all the countries joining the BRICS lately and, and all the fiasco that we're doing and the, the trillions of the tax and all that shit that we're in. It's a way to... to to basically write a new page for them, and uh, and yeah, so I believe that it's like I said, it's going to be used as as a way to 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 connect between the Federal Reserve and the banks and everything on the back end of it until later on when they start in, introducing it to the front. end.
9: So the one thing that we're that we're forgetting, regardless, is that we're already in that phase where money is transferred pretty much by computer. It's all digital as is right now. When you go to your banking app, what do you see? You see a digital number. It's right there. We're there. So now when it comes to, when it comes to everything else, now I'm being told what I can spend my money on, how I can spend my money, who, you know, all this. Now I don't, the Federal Reserve now has disbanded the IRS because they're the ones that are collecting taxes. They're going ahead and having these IRS serve as armed police officers to collect their money. The Gestapo, here you are. But you have all this stuff. Now, the main problem is, is that you would still need every state to go ahead with this. And as of right now, if there's any type of implementation on this whatsoever, you have 11 states right now that have said, we'll succeed from the United States if you pass this. Plain and simple. This
16: being, this being uh, controlling retail or this being, as is alternate currency.
9: CBDCs.
16: Yeah, but what if their backs are against the wall and they have to... Don't they have care. To save they, the country they don't care. In order to...
9: They don't care. That's the thing. It's The individual state level have already said, and I believe Texas already has a declaration for basically going ahead and succeeding from the United States if anything of CBDCs is even implemented.
16: My theory was that they would screw it up so much and push it to the limits of beyond, 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 that they Mm -hmm. will tie their hands, like basically all the congressmen, all the senators, all the governors, all the whatever, will have no choice but to accept Yes, maybe not under all the terms and conditions, but preliminary, accept the concept of a backdoor CBTC clearing system. Because, okay, guys, we need you to already have that, so
0: you, exactly. but you already have that.
16: This now. They call it tether money we, call, mm-hmm. we can't afford bank runs, so this is what we're going to do. And I need you to sign off on this. That's simple.
9: And you know what they can do? They can do the crank on the on the left side of their right hand. It goes do 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 do. And there's a middle finger.
16: I mean, I'm not versed enough or knowledgeable enough to base any kind of judgment at this point. All I'm doing is basically looking at the fiasco that we're in, and I see how they can use this to to push it and have the hand side. So that they can know, like you know, you'd be un-American if you don't if you don't approve this. You would be you'd be putting all these people, uh, jobs, are in your hands. These pensions, these teachers, these uh, poor kids are not going to have well whatever so, uh, security. They're not going to have social services. They're not going to have whatever. No teachers. No education. No status, no let's be standards.
9: realistic. Let's be realistic here, for a second. Do you really think that Social Security is going to last?
16: Well, I mean, not at the rate we're going and at the way we're going and the way that they're using all these funds and stuff. No, I mean, no. Poof. No, but they will bring it to the veterans. They will bring it to the, to the whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll know how to, how to maneuver their way into guilting all the people that this is un-American,
9: quote, you, try, you try and guilt that governor from Texas right now. I guarantee it. You had him when they had the migrant problem in the lower part of Texas, and they tried basically going ahead and saying, hey, we're just going to go, you know, we're going to put a barbed wire around the state of Texas at the bottom part of it. Biden had them remove it. And so what did he do? He had the National Guard come in there and doubled up that barbed wire. The governor? You try convincing him. Can I throw a theory out there that I have? Please. About
13: Social Security. Mm-hmm. So Social Security is at risk currently given the liquidity value that's there.
9: For sure. That
13: is mostly because they use the money for other things instead of saving the baby boomer money that came in. Now the baby boomers are collecting on what used to be five, six kids paying for theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's five, six baby boomers with an average of, what, 1.3 kids per if house? You're, if you're lucky. I, I, right. I was reading the, what the stat about baby growth. Do you think that the border, Bidenomics border, is to create a future social security-funded baby boom? Ask intake for the Social Security for future red. Right?
9: That is a really great question. Um, me personally, um, I think he's just trying to get the vote. But I've never really looked at it from that aspect because I know well, when I, think I was there's reading a lot
13: of reasons for it that just didn't want.
9: Yeah, but I was reading the other day. It was saying that for every, I think it's for every three migrants it's to one baby that's actually being born in the united states right now they don't people just don't want to have kids they they can't afford it and that's what's sad truly what's sad it, it really is i Could it be? Yes. I mean, I I highly doubt. I mean, I. Do you even know what the definition of Biden economics is? I don't. I've never heard of it before. Um. Yeah, it's not worked out for the last four years. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've never even heard of Biden economics until a couple of months ago. (laughs) <laughs> and when he said it, I was just like, "Wait a minute, um, what's that? I've never read that in any Economist books." Right, and the only ones talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, like, but it, like, he'll he'll be like, "Oh, stop using the terminology because of how bad it is, it's with people," <laughs> or that he just changes the definition.
15: Yeah, I mean that's been the kind of the 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 main key of all Biden, Biden economics. Is that they just change the definition to make it work for? Post COVID, everything everything positive.
13: positive Post COVID, border and influx of people, and I come up with different ideas of the why. I think the votes definitely one. I think the te- future tax revenue is one. I think the deflation of wages to, to try to deflate the spending in the economy against the inflation is another.
9: I I I, I mean it's a problem Uh, it's a problem here in Chicago I can tell you that much Uh, the migrant issue is definitely boomed here in Chicago now I saw this was uh, by Ogilvy train station so this is there's the red line the brown line orange line that's your standards that basically go throughout the city of Chicago Ogilvy is a metro so On Ogilvy, they were literally taking buses, and I mean buses that were packed probably way more than they should have been packed, and literally loading them on trains and sending them over to O'Hare, the airport. Why? I don't know. Just get them out of the city. Just shoo. Literally on every corner you have six migrant kids that are sitting there like throwing bottles in the air, like juggling and trying to sell candy bars. It's, it's ridiculous. And they're all selling candy. I don't know why. Maybe because it's the easiest thing to steal. I have, I have literally no clue. It's just, it's un, it's a problem. But I, I want to know why they're actually getting paid. Some of these migrants are actually getting paid, like the ones that actually go to the border control and actually, like, do the right thing. But, like, the ones that are just walking in... I mean, the, I've seen videotapes of them walking in with AKs. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Big problem. Really, really big problem. Well... Bleach, my friend, I hope that answered your CBD's C question. Too
15: fast, too furious.
9: Yeah. He just bounced. <laughs> so, I hope... I, that- I, I got a call. Hmm? What do you got?
15: Oh, uh, yeah, I, I I got a call, like, right towards the end of the CBDC conversation, so I kind of missed
9: any. Uh, We we basically broke it down and basically said that regardless, you have 11 states that have basically, if there's any implementation towards a CBDC, that they'll succeed from the United States.
16: Yeah. yeah. So, James, let me just get this straight. That's a good start. Your theory is that CBDC will not be implemented just because the governors don't want it?
9: Well, if the individual states don't want it and you have I, to I, pass I, I it. Don't know,
16: I don't know enough, but I'm telling you they will find a way. I'm telling you that it will be passed. Like, I'm not one to say any opinion whatever, but you better believe that they're going to push it through. They have to push it through. They're going to, they have listen, there's a to, listen. If you have
9: states out, that are already going to, threatening to succeed,
16: they'll
9: they'll threatening to succeed, they'll,
16: they'll figure out a way. I'm telling you, the way that, that, that it's set up right now with the flight to safety through Bitcoin and through other uh, assets, the, the, the risk of bank runs and the risk of a complete collapse of the economy is is going to put a lot of pressure. Even the naysayers and the people who don't want to uh, to accept uh cbdc being implemented in the government they're gonna have their hands tied
15: well ahmad i i 100 I guarantee you that exactly what you just said it will be the reasons that they say they have to
16: exactly you'll be un-american to say no you'd be un-american to not wish these kids a better future. you'd be un-american to let uh, the country country. well they'll be calling be American. me
15: un-american when i sit when you know when yeah. i Same voice thing. my opinion and when i you know write my congressmen and my senators and i you know voice my I, I'm, I, I'm frustrations a with like it. you
16: but i'm just trying to say how the powers that be will implement it <coughs> through nefarious ways and there's gonna... no
9: you can't you can't be nefarious with a state that's saying that we're going to succeed it's the same thing with biden who's saying that hey i want to get rid of you, you know assault rifles you think the people of Texas are going to get rid of those? That,
16: Please, that, that is a difference. That's that's that's, the, that, that's something that goes against the constitutional right and everything like this—the right to bear arms—and I
9: mean, okay, your but right. you're automatically taking about. away your you're automatically taking away the First Amendment.
16: But they're taking. They're, I'm not. I'm not for CBDC. I don't support them. I, you know me. I, I know, but I'm talking, just saying you know, that I would like to think and argue and look, and walk it through. That's how I am by nature. I'm telling, I'm, not, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hypothetically thinking that mm-hmm. once this shit hits the fan and the country now that has been recently downgraded from triple A to double A plus that has a real threat on their hands because of the petrodollar crumbling right in front of their eyes because of the BRICS nation. Does that matter to that lies, the
9: state of Texas?
16: It's not, it's, but Texas, you will not exist as Texas if the U.S. falls because the U.S. no longer has that superpower status. No longer will I. Will you, uh, that, but they, that like I just
9: said, they can succeed. They can make their own currency. They can do everything that they need to do from a state perspective.
16: I, I understand what you're saying. It's just mm-hmm. that I don't see it because I don't. I, I think that the risk reward scenario in this in this specific juncture will be far more than than anything else. This is not getting vaxxed or not. This is about the economy and U.S. existing or not existing anymore. This is our future, our kids' future, all that crap that they're going to bundle up and everything that has to come with it. That we, Which I understand. Uh, yeah, Trust me, always, I do. Basic, basically, when they're put up against the wall, either we accept this with with limitations or we let the world crumble. Okay, fine. You got me. I have to accept it, but under these terms and conditions. Then they're going to sit down and they're going to put draft their terms and conditions. Push I let the world years, crumble. Five years, ten years, whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. In order for them not to let the world crumble, whether you would do that or not, or whether I like that or not, or James or whatever, is is is, is I'm not going to say irrelevant at this point. But that's moot because there's a bigger picture at hand. You so let to me, to me to
9: ask, let, let me ask you something. What are one of the, give me, give me one state that is one of the, let's just say they're one of the world's greatest economies. Give me one state. That state? Yeah.
16: California, New York?
9: Yeah, California. You are 100% correct. They are one of the top 10 greatest economies in the world. They are.
16: Uh, it, it makes sense. It has the highest per uh, capita <coughs> income. My highest,
9: point is, is uh, that November, could California succeed the highest- from the United States and still survive? Absolutely.
16: Theoretically.
9: No, they theoretically, could. Not theoretically, theoretically
16: they I could. Mean, I know, but that's not a,
9: just because of their economy is so then strong. That,
16: that 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 that's the beginning of the crumbling of the United States. We you know it. And technically speaking, that won't be allowed to happen. And I don't think any president would want one of the states to fall off the map and then another one to follow and then to follow until the entire United States crumbles. It's just, I don't... I, I, my head I understand
9: gets, that you don't want to see it, but if
16: I know, I, I, my head can't wrap, up, wrap around it, like I, I, it's not seeing it or not seeing it. We're not talking about Hawaii and Puerto Rico or Mexico, we're talking about the, the continental United States. You can't have states inside here being independent now with their own monetary
0: system. Sure, you can. You watch look at Washington, DC
13: that. itself. Can, can I put an example of precedence to this, please? Local municipalities, townships and communities um, have in the recent past and and less than recent past, implemented their own community borough currencies in which somebody could take their the us cash, us dollars, right, go into the courthouse or the, or the municipality and exchange U.S. currency for their local currency, which their local currency could then be used at a discount value for local business as opposed to international corporate business in order to boost the economy of that locality through keeping the cash within the community and that has been done. And I'm not sure that there isn't any out there that aren't doing that now. Um, Economies can be created within localized markets, separate and, and encumbered by federal currency. A prime example, although not necessarily for the best reasons was in the civil war with rebel money because they didn't want the fed to cut off their ability to commerce and do what they had to do to fund their side of the war in a matter of this time Relative time, it took no time for them to create an entire rebel currency with
9: which to do commerce with. Hundred percent agreed.
16: See, James, you know, like let's let's not just jump off an extreme tangent of separating states and everything. Let's let's go back a few steps and think of it more as a very basic scenario and. Again, I'm no expert in any way, so I'm I'm just hypothetically speaking with you. But you know how when you go to the supermarket and you run your card to buy a $30 item or whatever it is, it asks you debit or credit? Technically speaking, you don't care because the money gets taken out of your card in all cases. Whatever is easier, you press the button and the money gets taken out, whether it it clears instantly or clears by tomorrow. To you, it's irrelevant because it's it's the $30 that you're spending anyway. So debit or credit, same shit, right? Mm -hmm. Technically speaking, it's like that, okay, in a way where it's the back end of it is what matters. It's how the the money in the government takes place, whether that money is then siphoned out of that bank and then that bank has to replenish its reserve from the central bank or from repo facilities or so on and so forth. So there has to be a car. An armored truck that goes and picks up a million dollars, whatever it is, from that branch or from that central branch, have three or four armed guards in it and transfer it to the other branch where it then gets counted, input into the system, put into the the safe of said bank so that when a client or whatever comes in to, to access their funds, there's cash over there. So how do I eliminate that? And how do I eliminate all this manpower, this work, this labor, these uh, armed guards, this uh, emissions, the, the car, and whatever, the, the money that I have to spend, the gas, all that stuff, by doing it digitally? No cash has to actually be transferred from this point. In I'm at.
9: Hold on, on one second, Chris. M- mute your mic. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Sorry about that, Ahmed.
16: No, no, so no cash physically has to be transferred from point A to point B, and all the costs that are incurred with it. Whether I have to hire a security guards, I have to. I have to pay for extra electricity, extra whatever. I have to print whatever the hell extra cash that I have to spend on top of that to secure. I get. It. I get. I get oh, what yeah. you're so going okay, to, sure. but
9: let's so, spit it out.
16: Yeah. So basically, in a way, if they just use it as a backdoor way to monitor clearance without having to deplete money from the reverse repos from the bonds from the bond market from the banks and from everything like this and avoid the bank run that's how it's going to be introduced as a clearing method everything else that we're talking about now is secondary the whole, they're gonna control you. They're gonna monitor you. Control your spending. All that stuff. The social score. That's secondary. Me and you can hypothize until the cows
9: come home. Of yes. course, yes. we uh, yeah, yes. we got well, that.
15: But yeah. it, but it's already it's already proven in play when you look at the CBDCs in China. Like correct, you I, I, say I, it's secondary, I, I, but I, I but can, it, it's I, already part of that system. But I can
13: that, do you want better? That they did that with gold. A problem. They put that's, it, that's in, they they put start it start in three globalized banks. The they put all the physical uh-huh. gold, so gold couldn't be traded, right? And then they traded it on paper from within the facilities where the gold is supposedly stored. What risk was that, though? Because is there enough gold, or did they short... Is the risk of hypothecation? Right. So I'm fine with the transfer through CBDC from bank to bank on digital transaction so like you swipe a card to pay for some fuck it do a cbdc it's instantaneous but you still need to have that alternative system in place that keeps the system in check at the risk of somebody wanting cold hard cash in their hand because that's where the trust is and that's the one hedge that we have against the corruption
15: so Matt, it's funny that you say that having your your assets and you know individual assets outside of CBDC would be a hitch. Um, it's funny you say that because there's actual Supreme Court um, case going right now where they want to uh, take unrealized gains mm-hmm. and then tax them. So that would mean that you're your assets outside of, say, say they implemented CBDC, but we still have assets outside of it. Well, what they want to do then is then take those uh, unrealized gains, like if you have real estate assets or if you have gold or anything, and at the end of the year, if gold rises or if your real estate uh, value rises, it will have to be assessed and taxed, and they will then slowly bleed dry your uh, your your assets that are outside of the um CBDC, and so not
13: mention nobody will own a house because if they appreciate the value of the house, then you have exactly. to pay taxes on it. And guess who's
15: guess who's then will then own the house? Right, the government
13: paying rent. Now, I want to touch on this because it's important because my wife had a video on today and then I started looking. There's a bunch of fucking shit about the cost of a house given the interest rates right now. So the example I'm going to use is you buy a $100,000 house now at the current interest rate on a 30-year mortgage, you're paying $350,000 for that house. Now, would you pay $350,000 for a house? No, because your house ain't worth three hundred and fifty thousand, right? So that's the narrative.
15: Yeah. What but if now, the government? What the if house. the government assessor comes in and says your house is worth three hundred fifty thousand and you owe fourteen grand right uh, per but, year or more in see, taxes? This, this
13: is the push to get people not to realize why buying a house is better than not. And here's why: what they don't tell you is if you're paying a thousand dollars a month for 12 months for 30 years you're paying three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you have nothing to show for it
9: pretty much uh and t pleaser appeaser please come back up i know you guys had your hands up and i want to make sure that we get to them uh, sorry we got tied into the conversation but if you guys want to come up and say what you had to say please do So, but I, to kind of go back to what Ahmed is saying, regardless, by by state-by-state level, they can do pretty much whatever the fuck they want. If they're going to succeed, they're going to succeed. If they're going to stay in the United States, they're going to stay in the United States. But just remember that you have the District of Columbia, which is where the White House is at. That's their own corporation. They, they can succeed. Well,
15: and from. there's another thing, too, and, and it doesn't have to be states individually. There There is something in the Constitution of America called the, um, the Convention of States that could be called. Uh, so if, if a majority of the states individually uh, declare that they want to call on a convention of states, they can supersede... Um, Congress and, and they they can actually go and then uh, instill a a essentially a super Congress you know that that would supersede what the federal wanted so so a convention of states could be called to negate a CBDC uh, federally even uh, not just individual states but they could they could they could form a Congress of their own. And if they have the supermajority of states that agree to not implement something like a CBDC, they they can impose that will federally.
9: Sure can. So it doesn't matter if they want to be with the states or if they don't. If they don't like something, they don't have to do it. And especially because they have 11 states already that would go against the CBDCs if they're implemented or the restrict act is implemented in any which way done. And there's a lot
13: more to that. When you talk about the separation of federal power from state powers and right now fed is infringing on state power constitutional.
9: Correct. So there's that. The last thing that I do want to get to, because it's, actually important and it's also important to AMC are these bonds these bonds are very very uh, implosive is that even a word um, but yeah they're they're imploding they absolutely imploding so if you look at this, The global bond index is now up 9.5% over the last two months. This is the best two-month gain in history, even stronger than the rebound seen in December of 2008. Market futures have added an additional 150 basis points of rate cut expectations since November 1st. Never in history have markets added six interest rate cuts to their forecast in two months. Bond markets have erased all of their 2023 losses in just seven weeks. Here's a little chart for there, which is the global bond index. It is... I just want to kind of stop you there. That would make
15: sense, too, because bonds should be inverse to um, the stocks. So if stocks are at all-time high, S&P and, and whatnot, uh, or close to it, you should be seeing... Uh, the bond market
9: be going lower. Oh, of course. You should definitely, you definitely should be getting lower. There's no reason for this in any way, shape, or form. And I can't explain
13: that because the Fed are the biggest fucking buyers of them bonds against national debt. So why is national debt so up? because they needed to fucking create the cash in order to export the cash in order to buy the bonds, in order to convert the bonds to international treasury swaps to bring the cash
9: back. And that's what leads to my post today in regards to consensus trades on the shorting the bond yields. This is is the unprecedented part is that 62% of institutional investors are they're in on this. They are going in. You've never seen it this high. Even during 2008, the highest it ever gotten was 40%. This is exactly what Matt is alluding to, is they have to buy these bonds they have to protect the bond market in some way, shape, or form. But when you are going ahead and you are taking money away from the stock market, for example, and you're putting it into bonds, that's normally a safe haven. So now, when the bond market is is profitable, then it goes back to the stock market. And it kind of plays back and forth like a seesaw. Now, while you're doing this, the problem that you're insinuating now, because you have all-time highs, you are positioned into rate cuts. Six, um, like I said earlier, when rates get cut, interest gets cut, stock market goes up. You are having, you, they don't know what side of the fence to play on. They're trying to pop up bonds, but yet they're also seeing problems with the stock market. It's basically insinuating that the stock market's going to crash. And by that crashing, it's going to crash everything else. And I want to
13: segue off of that for you. Go ahead. The fact that they just took all that bond value and they allowed it to be 100% collateralized in equity, which basically means that an equity that was swapped with a bond that was traded to the Fed can now be re-liquidated for another 100% collateralized value within the markets.
15: Correct. Which constitutes the cross commingling of the swaps market and the bonds market with the equities markets. And they shouldn't be, there should be firewalls between them. uh, Just like with derivative uh, options market, uh, they should not be cross commingled like that, but through the OTC derivative market, the swaps markets, They become commingled, and they become this giant web of you know cross mingled assets, cross mingled collateralization. All right,
13: let me tell you what this does. It rehypothecates the bonds themselves because when
15: you take the bonds that the banks use as
13: collateral for the equities, and then they had to get the losses of them, the bond-equity swap derivative Mm -hmm. value, right? And then the Fed has to take them on their books against taxpayer. Um, funds, right? In order to free up that liquidity for the bank, and then the then the Fed, Freddie Mae, Freddie Mac, or whatever securities they have that are tied up in bonds get turned into Treasury swaps, right? Or they turn them into new bonds that they then repo market for cash back to the banks, reestablishing a new collateral value to be basketed with more equities. And it's this huge cycle of build it and build it and build it. The thing is, when you have a pyramid, the top of the pyramid is bonds and treasury, And the bottom of the pyramid is equities. <laughs> and you did everything with them equities to move them into the top of the pyramid. You can't just fucking reset it and set them back down to the bottom of the pyramid. It's a rehypothecation of the value.
9: It's a shit show. It's an absolute shit show, but it's it's basically insinuating that you have a problem with debt. Really? Your debt is too much debt. You have too much debt, which leads to the biggest problem which is the total U.S. debt hits $34 trillion for the first time ever in history, putting U.S. debt up 100% since 2014. Since the debt ceiling crisis ended in June of 2023, total U.S. debt is up nearly $3 trillion. The debt balance is more than the values of the economies of China, Germany, Japan, India, and the U.K. combined. I, I, I that is mind-blowing to me. And the fact that they're paying $2 billion per day, just an in interest.
13: And I did some a little bit of fucking math on that. And if you have a population of 350 million people and the average income is 75000 even if they're collecting 50% in taxes, on that $75,000 per year, on an annual basis, they're only collecting, like, 75 million in earnings taxes and sales taxes right now 75 million (laughs) that that take two and a half years to cover just the interest on the debt not counting corporate taxes so even if you double debt you're still a year and a quarter short and we know corporate taxes don't pay the full share because they do accounting shit in order to hide the
9: net, in order not to pay the taxes on it. They sent to their wonderful accountants over at the Pentagon who just lose money. Oh, we just mispl- Black hole. Yeah, we just bl- we just misplaced this $5 billion and really went to Ukraine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's just laundered money. So my numbers, when you figure on the base uh, average salary income,
13: right? and figure that that base salary income is 90% of the 350 million population. So, 10% of rich people aren't exactly covering that difference.
9: No. No, because they have tax havens set up. And this way they don't have to worry. you're
13: losing at least a year of debt value increase on every year of interest.
9: Sounds great. Buying economics, it works for me. What's the interest on that? Is this buying economics? Is this 101? Did I walk into the right class?
13: Another reason to try to get another 100 million immigrants in the country to pay taxes.
15: Of course. You... Did.
9: Come on. How do you
15: get them to pay taxes if they're not social security number?
9: Ding, 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 ding.
13: You know, work permits and their tax general? code numbers. The ironic thing is,
16: as, as I'm talking to you guys now, this is such a coincidence, but I'm actually counting my coins. Uh, I broke one of my money banks to count some coins. I think the
13: crazy thing about that, though, is then you're depleting the wage per hour through employment demand, which then if everybody's making less money, they're paying less taxes, anyhow. So, how much? No, it you doesn't really matter. Paying? We're
9: all making less money already. It's, it's, it's hurry up there. I I put it up for everybody to see up above and then Ahmed, what were you saying about your coins? I
16: I was saying on a a humorous note I'm actually counting coins as we speak because I was clearing out one of my money banks because I collect money banks and I put money in them for a rainy day and I wanted to buy some options going forward with some extra cash so I'm going through my money banks to see what I got and as I'm counting the nickels and the quarters and all that stuff in my head I'm thinking the actual metal that's in this five cent nickel now, I guarantee you it is worth ten times more than the actual nickel itself. Like the five cent that I'm holding in my hand, the metal in it is more expensive than what I'm holding in my hand. Probably. The value. The value. It's way more. That's why, it, you know, to print, to keep the coin system going and all this, the, the, the metals that go into making and minting those coins, is costing the more than turning it digitally. Per se, you know, that's an argument that's going to be proposed saying it's costing us this and this and this, but by having this and this and this, which will go alongside of this and this and this. Not, not, not as a like, for example, if you were buying a house or something or buying a car and you're transferring a hundred thousand dollars over to the dealer, no physical cash has to be transferred from anywhere to anywhere. It's from this ledger to this ledger, boom, done, goodbye, everybody's happy digitally. You know what I'm saying? So technically, with, or conceptually, I mean, it's not going to matter with you whether you went to the bank, took the money out, counted it, took it to the dealer, gave him the money, counted it, walked out with your car. If you could just press one button from your, from your, from your phone to his routing number, done deal, damn, done. Whether, it's, whether they transferred in the back cash or not, it's not your concern, right? That's how they're going to play it. You're not going to feel it because it's
0: going to be in the back end of things. Yeah, our, uh, that
15: that's called debasing the value of a currency is when the metal that makes it up actually is more valuable than yeah than, than the nominational, nominal nominal value. That's, that's debasing, one, that's and that's what happens exactly. with high, with large inflation.
16: And which is currently what we are on our way to do. That on our way to to to. This is actually the facts right now. I mean, the inflation that we that we have witnessed is not the numbers that they're telling us in the, in the government, because I feel it in the supermarket when I go buy stuff. I see how much prices have gone. Like I was watching about the, the cars and how the cars now have become a major issue to the banks because people bought them at uh, ten over MSRP or whatever what have you, and then now they can't make the payments and they're defaulting. And all these repo cars are, are ending up at auction spots, and the auction spots get they get sold for minimal amount, and then the, then they get tossed back to the banks, and the banks have to try to to try to collect the difference from you, which they will never get because you have no prospects and nobody has money to pay that stuff. So that ends up being a loss on the bank. So the banks are suffering all these major losses now due to the cars due to the student loans, due to the credit card default, it hey, all ties. Uh, didn't, I, didn't
9: I say that banks were yeah.
0: tightening?
16: Yeah, it all ties into it. I was about to say it all ties into what James was saying earlier about how all that shit is becoming a cesspool of debt. Now by by controlling that so that the hypothecation of the rehypothication doesn't occur, that 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 currency kind of has this kind of like a QSIP number digitally where I cannot hypothecate that same money because that money has been created for that entity. So it can't be washed and rinsed and repeated. So that's one argument that they're gonna have to control money laundering, drug trafficking, all that crappy crap. I'm not for it, but I am putting up the argument of what will be proposed and how it could be used in order for it to be implemented on the back end. And I am 100% convinced that they're gonna let the squeezes happen extremely soon any day now because they're going to want the taxes that they're going to make from capital gains. They, they, they're going to throw the funds and some of these uh, pro- uh, family offices, whatever you call it, under the bus because the government would rather get the money from taxes on all these capital gains.
9: Let me ask you something. Sure. Does, doesn't Batman always have a bad guy? Yes.
16: Not one. Many bad guys, Yes. Just-
9: Batman always has a bad guy regardless of the oh, fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So in other words, here the new. here's the old bad guys. They're gone. Here's the new bad guys that take their place.
16: Yeah, after the Joker came, the Penguin after the Penguin came, the Riddler after the Riddler. Correct. Came, yeah.
0: Same I, 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 thing.
16: 100% agree. But at least in this way, they appease and they control and they manage and all that crap. And, and and that's why I, I know that we're mentioning too many things in one in one sentence. But but yes, I agree with a lot of things that you were saying. The only thing is that I is that I don't see is the whole uh, states what's uh, uh, the way the they used breaking off or whatever with their that's secession. Neither, yeah, that's neither you know that that's way down the line. We're talking about phase one and. It's still, we're talking about...
9: Not- They've already passed a bill in Congress saying that the Federal Reserve cannot print a CBDC coin.
16: Well, maybe not a coin, but perhaps use it as an alternate side-by-side... Congress has already said,
8: said no, they can't.
16: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I see it happening. I see it happening as for clearing purposes. I see it happening for all the fixing of all the issues they don't have ways out because it's either that or bitcoin and they're not going go to do it
9: you're still doing the same shit you are right now digitally that you would do with the cbdc uh, and still yeah. have a 2 prong system
16: yes but this way i don't this is my my baby this i'm not going through an external coin or something else that i cannot control then the whole faucet, whether I open it or close it, I control the faucet. I print, I digitize, I do all of it. Do you that. know how
9: they go ahead and they implement CBDCs? It's real simple. They're gonna offer it to everybody as a oh, take this as a benefit and you be able to go ahead and pay your rent with it and go get groceries.
16: It's just, it's kind of like Apple Pay, you know what I mean? They're, you're not going to get more. don't—they're not They're not going to give you, like,
9: few, if you change
16: it to CBDC, you'll get $5 extra or it'll be worth 105 instead of 100 It's not like a Visa, it's not like a prepaid card or anything like that. It'll be the same, but the flexibility and the ease of use is what's going to make it premium. Kind of like Apple Pay. Apple Pay is the same as all the other debit, credit system, Visa, MasterCard, whatever it is but it integrates on your phone with your information, whatever, that you don't have to log in through Facebook or all the other stuff. It's all one one password, one swipe of the face, one whatever biometric thing,
13: and you pay, done done deal. It's easy.
0: That's, so the, the, scary. That's the scary can I, part.
13: Can I make a comment? Please. Brokers don't have your asset shares as collateral for your investment in your account. They have alternative assets of equivalent value. Tokens, Tether, crypto, whatever. Why? Cash. Because when you sell your equity to somebody else who buys it, they can instantaneously clear the transfer by paying the cleared value of that trade in crypto.
15: Yeah. Through the DTCC even, like, it's already able to be done. you know, The settlement can happen by the end of the day. Like, they can already do that, so like again, that's just another false reason for them to try. Like what you're saying, Ahmed, is like the the clearing happening faster. Is, it's just really, it's just a false.
13: It's um, transaction. It's happens,
15: a false right. equivalency to say that oh, we're going to now be able to make it happen faster. Well, they can already do that. They're just they're just not allowing it to happen. Immediate now, they have the technology they, they the to do it transfer, now,
13: but they can't clear the transfer till the confirmation goes through. Blockchain instantaneously does a confirmation that digital swaps can't. And I,
16: I also would argue that they have gained all that knowledge and information after they seized the um, uh, FTX and uh, and the other one, Coinbase, whatever that was called, the hell it's called, a base they, they they, they harnessed all that information and all that capabilities by, by, by adopting it, by, 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 by seizing it. And now in all the tools that they had, all the, all that stuff now is in within their reach that they are able to use XRP technology as a form of clearing with their whatever technology as a form of tokenizing and whatever this technology as a form of uh, of how to, to 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 mine it or how to or whatever i'm not technical but all that knowledge gained will be applied to their own baby now that they're that they're uh uh, uh what's the grooming to become an alternate side-by-side currency which will come in like james was saying to save the day kind of like uh you know, as a, as, a, as a way to save faith, and as a way to, to, to do that, like a, a Batman in, in this case, you know, and, and you would be, and then I'll add it, you, if you were to go against this, it, it violates uh, everything we stand for, because this is a good thing. This is how you save people's jobs. This is how you save families. This is how you save America. That's the narrative that they're going to push. And no, we're not going to push it on you. No, your limits and your liberties and your freedom will not be affected. But think of it like this, one, two, three, and all that stuff, the other shit that we talked about. Like I said, it's going to be phase one out of 10 or phase one out of 15. It's still in the very preliminary things. But then James countered that by saying the Congress has not approved the signing of an alternative currency. We, we, no, I
9: said think? that they are not allowing the Federal Reserve to print any type of CBDC.
16: Well, I mean, the, the word the, the, on, the word print is, is subjective here because they're not technically printing anything. They are digitizing and
9: tokenizing. And they're all not allowed stuff. to create.
16: Yeah, I, I, I'm not versed
13: enough to argue.
16: Before say, we get too far,
13: I
9: oh, <laughs> we're, we're, I want to go not. back to my
13: broker holding cryptocurrency as an alternate to your asset value. And here's how i came to the conclusion if you move money from your bank to your broker they'll give it to you on margin it clears in two days why you're doing a digital move two days confirmation of liquidity to clear the transaction but don't give you a margin it will clear in two days if you sell an equity you can use it on margin but you can't sell that margin and use it for for two days now if you sell that equity and instead of reinvesting it on margin and you go to transfer that back to your bank, you got to wait five days. Why? Because first they got to sell the token back value of that equity that you liquidated, right? They need to confirm the sale value of that two days. Cash clearance confirmation, right, is instantaneous. Comes to your bank, but they got to turn it to digital, and then do a digital transfer to your bank. Two days. Fifth day cleared. That's why it takes five days to pull money out of a brokerage account from the time that you liquidate it on your books and make an attempt to do a, a, a broker to bank transfer.
9: Correct. Correct. I'm going to. I'm going to go into something that basically, in the, I'm going into my final thoughts on just the last show that we did. And this really wasn't a slight at Checkmate in any which way. He kind of did it himself to a certain extent. I have a clip to kind of go over it.
5: There was a mix-up
3: with your test. <sighs> You got an A triple plus. Seems the F belonged to Ralph. I cheated wrong. I copied the Lisa name and used the Ralph answer.
9: It's the same thing that he basically kind of did when he danced around the topics. It kind of sounds the same way that Pulte does to a certain extent. And how... I want to kind of go through this is there was a really good post, Jawa, I, I commend you on it in every which way, and I'm going to read it because this is, I agree with him 100%. The AMC Ape Community PSA. There was an interesting call that took place in the AMC Ape Community yesterday, a call many thought would never and could never happen. Conversations took place between people who, before this, would likely not be seen in the same space calls together. While there are many who, ha- who still had a very hard time controlling themselves and being civil, the vast majority of the people tried to remain civil and keep things to the facts, and that is progress. If you know me, you know I am about the facts and the truth, period. Now, there seems to be a few different types of people in this community, and many have a hard time telling them apart and getting a read on their true intentions, and that often causes disruptions and unnecessary flights uh, that were often caused by simple misunderstandings. Now, while I hate labels for sake of conversation and better clarity, I will be begrudgingly used them Uh, here to identify groups of people because it is important to for understanding my point. AMC investors, number one, people who love the company and where it is going and are focusing on the health and success of the company, not the stock price. To these people, Adam Aaron has made moves that has kept the company afloat, moves that have that had he not made. The company would have undoubtedly went into bankruptcy by now. This is why those people support and approve of him. He has done every, everything he told those investors he was going to do. So many have no reason to doubt him. Before anyone brings up that text message stuff, I will remind you of two things. One, people have private lives, and two, People also lie for personal gain. There are countless lawsuits against rich and or famous people for those the same type of accusations that you later find out never happened, and the person was only doing it to try and get a settlement or otherwise gain something. Man actually made a post to all of his investors and told us all uh, told us all of or told all of us about this all before it was even public information. So that move gives him the benefit of the doubt at least. So me personally, I save that judgment until the court case is done. Two, AMC investors. People who are only people who are here only for the money and don't really care too much about the intricacies and inner company workings, aside from the stock price moving to points where they can make money. The majority in this category are likely those who got in only for the squeeze and expected it to play out the same way GME did. Unfortunately, GME also gave shorts valuable data to study so they could learn to pivot and avoid the same things happening again. These people focus mostly on the money aspect because that is why they are here. Everyone has different reasons for why they invested. Nobody is better or worse because of their why. AMC short sellers. People who are only here for money and will only make it if the first two groups of people capitulate. These are the people who are trying to intentionally turn the company against itself. They start fights, they run troll accounts, bully people, and are just vile, nasty, despicable humans. These are the people I will no longer tolerate. So, a message to those of you in this group, and you know who you are. Choose your words and actions going forward, carefully or you are going to be spending a lot of time making new burner accounts. The first two group of investors just for different reasons, and there are no, there's no reason why we cannot come together and get along, which is the thing shorts and institutions fear the most. The third group are the investors as they are shorting the company and praying for its downfall because That is the only way they make money. These people are likely the majority of bad actors starting all the drama in this community and spreading constant FUD. Behavior is how you tell them apart. Going forward, how you act and behave will determine how I respond, react, or treat you. Blocking people. Now, those who know me know that I don't block anybody in order to get blocked by me, you have to fall under some very specific criteria. You either have to be one of those crypto scammers, a fake impersonator account, or you just have to be a vile human being who is constantly insulting, bullying, belittling, and attacking others. I'm now going to change my rule going forward, so this is my one warning to you all. If you are attacking somebody in this community personally, if you are intentionally making posts belittling the invested in AMC, if they approve Adam Aaron's decision, support him. See groups above, and you'll understand why people think differently. They're attacking them, trying to turn them against one another, trash-talking, etc. anything, I'm just going to block you going forward. I'm so very tired of seeing this form of people who are supposed to be educated mature adults. So if you make a post to be an asshole, attack someone or otherwise try to turn people against one another, I'm removing it and and you from my feed and I'm sure many other apes will be doing the same. You can't get you can't get your short and distort FUD out if there is nobody left to who can even see it. So choose wisely. There are, different, there are many different types of investors in this community, and many are here for different reasons. If you invest in the stock for your own reason, I do not care what those reasons are. As long as you remain civil and respectful, we are all adults, there is no need to act like uh petulant children, we are all allowed to have different different eh, differing opinions, viewpoints, and perspectives because we have all lived different lives, had different of- epi- experiences, all of which have molded our individual perceptions, so all the bullying, the fighting, the intentional post trying to turn investors against. One another or bullying them because they believe Adam Aaron's made good choices to keep the company alive, etc. Going forward into the new year, that bullshit will no longer be tolerated. So if you wish to remain in the conversation, be civil, and that cut off for me there. Sorry. We can disagree, but we must do it civilly and respectfully. And if you just simply cannot, then do not respond to me or anything I'm tagged in. And pray it doesn't somehow still show up on my timeline because I'm just going to send your ass to the shadow realm without a word. I'm tired of the hate. I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm tired of people just being mean and hateful to each other for no good reason whatsoever it's time that ends take steps to do that or you will eventually find yourself out of the conversation and making yet another burner account i really want everybody to think about that and jawa great words Really great words. It is so true how it is categorized us as a community into these different groups. And the one thing that needs to happen in the community, regardless, we all need to come together as one. If we can come together as one, there is no... One that could ever beat us. Period. Matt, what do you got?
13: First of all, I, I agree with all.
9: I'm sure we've
13: all been guilty of that in different moments. Um, I was recently, and I don't delete the stuff. I do, but I do apologize when I'm wrong. And this was just. Mistake uh, mis- me mistaken intent or something that I read and I, I don't think I was wrong in how I read it but I was wrong in the intent. Anyhow what I first raised my hand for is I don't really think they learned anything from and I won't just say game stuff, but from January 2021 mm-hmm. other than that they were screwed or at least realized they were screwed and then they had a test run to test our huddle resolve and whether we'd actually huddle through and realize double they were screwed. And the only other thing that they learned is how to use debt to continue to avoid a January and June market event to the likes that they've never seen before and kick the can at higher exposure, higher debt, higher liquidity, higher risk to no limit. So other than that lesson, in order to mitigate timing of this, I don't think they really learned anything.
9: I can see that. I I mean, I... I definitely can see it from that standpoint as well but as Jawa pointed out it's the differences of opinion and that's fine and everybody's entitled to it like I like I've said and what he has said it is the fact that we still need to come together as a community yeah, they didn't learn anything. I'm talking about the institutions and what they learned from the game. Started. Oh, I know. I, I, I got that. All right. No, and, and like I said, he believes that they did learn something. You have something, you have a difference of opinion, and that's fine. And we're allowed to have that. But when it comes to belittling, when it comes to fight infighting, From people trying to come into the community and we thinking that they're good when they're really not, and all that, that's where we have to come together as one. We have to come together so this way we can defeat whatever's around us. And this way we can be that all powerful that everything that you could possibly ask for. I mean, we all want to win. We only win when we're together, and that's it.
16: James, I apologize uh, that that I I went for the jugular when I was speaking to him. I could not hold back. I'm like you, out of all people, you out of all people, and I kept reiterating that. Like, come on, you know, like I I don't like to speak about somebody who's not here, but I also like to call a spade a spade. I, I could not just sit back and do this whole like, neither neither deny nor confirm policemen approach. No, man, no. We are a community that bounces off each other. I can say shit that's not in line and James will call me out be like, yeah, but this and that and then James can say something and I can argue it. Doesn't mean I, I don't like James, doesn't mean I'm against what James believes or whatever. I may see it from another aspect and it's up to us going back and forth that we come to a resolve together and understand where this basis has come from. And like I said, if it walks like a dog, whacks like a dog, whatever, you know what I mean. And I, I couldn't hold back. And I'm sorry if I overdone it on on, on your police call, but no, I, you I, didn't. I, I couldn't hold back.
9: No, you didn't. And it it wasn't that wasn't uh, the intentions was not my intentions for that call was just to show who Pulte really was.
0: I think That's we all it. got
16: taken by surprise. Nobody expected somebody to actually, especially somebody that we respect and revere in our community, somebody mm-hmm. that we, we, I'd like to use the word look up to or admire, whatever the hell you want to call it, but somebody who's been ingraining the conspiracy theory and looking at two dots and a, and, and a lowercase and an uppercase letter with an I don't know what number. Like you, you went for, for such extreme things that. You make Gary, the numbers guy, seem like fucking Albert Einstein. And yet, here we are. And then this guy blatantly goes all out and says this bullshit. And you're you're supporting it. And then you you admitted that you benefit through a third party or whatever it is from his business. So, obviously, he would not want to potentially lose that business or whatever. So, you will know, you will not not, nor deny, nor confirm any of that stuff and whatever. So you didn't want to take a stance, but at the same time, you took a stance. Does
0: that make sense? I agree,
9: but yeah. it, like I like I was saying, that the intentions was not to to do that to checkmate. It wasn't. As it, my intentions were were just to show and portray how Pulte is. That was all.
16: I agree. I don't think it was anybody's intention. I think he, he, it was. I'm sorry to say, and, and I hope you can hear me now because I'm not saying anything against him. But it was a perfect setup for us all to be like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Kind of like the, I get the, it. The with, no, I get it. The, the same with Nachi when he went off the other day. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, no, like, I well, get it. Sometimes you got to call the spade a spade. It's it's that simple, right?
8: Leo, what's up? I have an unrelated related question. Help me okay. understand. <clears throat> this is for everybody. um And it's not, unfortunately, I'm going to derail a little bit, but it's sort of related. By the
16: way, James, um I might ask you uh, sorry, I'm saying this in the middle of the space call, but I had ordered for Sumo, this is completely off topic, by the way. I had ordered from Sumo uh, these really fancy dog collars from Bulgaria and uh, I thought that his neck size would be bigger because he's an extra extra large breed. So I ended up getting a really nice brown leather uh collar uh that's very much so maybe uh, uh uh DME well maybe we open
9: would be interested in that I could find a PR. Yeah, maybe maybe. I mean you can DM me, that's fine.
12: <laughs> yeah, DM me about
16: that.
8: Yeah, sorry sorry but I'm
9: but I'm bring up <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry Leo.
8: <laughs> oh no, you're all good, of no. course. No sorry needed here. Hey, okay, so Polte. Poult Poulty Pol the Pult, right? Mm. Um I was listening to a space to call today. He was in it. And this one was a head scratcher for me. I am never gonna ever claim to be a finance expert, but I do understand a lot of the basics, and you guys have taught me a lot of stuff uh, over the over the years. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, he was in the BBBY Q space, right? The bed bath me up. And, Yacht. and mm-hmm. all these BBBY, GME guys are in there and they're all talking with Pulte about getting litigation involved. And I'm like confused and I asked a few friends and they didn't get back to me yet, but I'm like, what's the deal with BBBY and why are they like, what are they, what is the fight for here? Like the fucking company went bankrupt. There's no more Bed Bath & Beyond. What are they hanging on to? What, 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 where, where's their... What's their exit plan, and why the hell is Pulte coming around all of a sudden, saying we need unity, we all need to get together on this? And now today he's talking about getting litigation involved. Have do you guys any idea where this is going and why?
15: Mm. Grifter.
9: Yeah.
8: Someone, someone sees an opportunity. You know what's crossed my mind a few times about him? Like, I'm trying to keep an open mind, right? Like, trying. I'm not. I'm trying. I'm with you, Leo. I I would
15: like to keep an open mind, too. But I'm not getting
8: anything to help his situation to, like, give him, like, any kind of credentials of, like, hey, this this might actually help here. I'm still trying to get there. I haven't gotten anything yet. Um, But do you think he's trying to do this, like... In the long run, to run for office of some some kind.
9: Bleach, uh, go bleach. I I, I, I want to hear. Can bleach I touch that real fast? All right, bleach, you go, brother. Bleach has a perfect answer.
4: Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Leo. Let me tell you what it is, man.
8: Tell me, Daddy. This
4: is what it is. You know, we are. You know, like what you said earlier, right? Like you know, because that's that's a good thing that I love about the the, the people. That we're observing, right? We're very observing, and, and these guys, right, like, they they come from a different, like, world. Like, literally, they do. They come from a different world than we do. They don't like getting talked to a certain way. Like, they don't like to be even looked at a certain way, you know. And the thing is that we come in here and then we talk the way we do. And then, you know, like I said, we this has been a crazy, like, two weeks. You know, you got people in the community calling all the motherfuckers poor and shit, you know, and all this shit. And it's all part of the fucking same game. You know, like, if you think about it, I'm not saying that they are a part of that, but if you, you know, open your mind and you see that this guy, Palti, right, comes in like the wolf wearing fucking sheep's clothes, I am no danger. I am no danger to you or anything. Hey, man, look, the only thing I can tell you is this. The guy became an A-list, you know, an A-list guy, right? So I support that. You know, you supported my company? Great. I told him because I told him that and the space code were the one. I went up there and I asked him a very specific question. And he said, oh, no, you know, you're trying to give me an a got you question. And I'm like, no, it's not a gotcha you question. You came up there and you lied. You know, you, the, the only thing that you knew about AMC, you didn't know that AMC was a, a theater company. You didn't know that AMC had popcorn. You see, all these lies compound on top of lies. He already telling you that he's a liar. He's already telling you not to trust him. Right. But the thing is that he's doing that in order to, like, bite the poison in You know, he comes in with the poison telling you, oh, don't trust me. But then he tells me, don't trust Bleach. But you know what? I'm honest with you. Why should you trust me, right? But the thing is, James has seen me. He's seen what I look like. He's been in a space call with me. I've been in the phone call with James, Phil, Fafa. You know, these these are real people that I have talked to. You know what I'm saying? These guys are coming in to try to separate us, but the thing is that they're not because they're looking for a leader. And the thing is that we do got some people that they believe that they're a leader, but they're not, not even, and I have been saying this all day, not even Adam Marin is a leader. Adam Marin is just another fucking ape. He is the one of the biggest shareholders that we have, right? So he's just another ape that understands the assignment. He understands what's in front of us. And it just happens to be that he's the fucking CEO of our company. You know, it's just that simple. That's the reason that they can never destroy us. You know, with GameStop, it was kind of different because they did, put a fucking picture on deep fucking value. They made him look like the Messiah. He's the guy. If we take him down, the whole movement dies. That's the difference between the apes and what happened with GameStop, what happened with BBY. You know, and the most important part, you know, I'm not against BBY. I'm not against GameStop. I, you know, like I said, I hope that any of them blows up. Why? Because if they blow up, we are all going to blow up too. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. They don't seem to understand. But they are so, in, like, that's why I want people to, like, really understand what I'm about to say right now. These characters that are out there, putting down your company instead of saying, hey, man, AMC has a problem with market manipulation. BBBY has a problem with market manipulation. Sundown, et cetera, et cetera. Why don't we become together, right? And I'm not saying in a space call or anything. But, like, you shouldn't bash all the people. You shouldn't bash, you know, like, the way they've been talking about Lady. It's a psychological game. But if you give in to that, we're, we're going to be fucked. But, honestly, we're not. Because the thing is, we're just a fucking bunch of apes. that We don't take shit serious. We just keep buying the shares. We can support the company. And you know what? If Paulty wants to support my company, and, and I already know what he's trying to do, I don't give a fuck. Because your move is not going to affect me because I already see it coming. Adam Maren sees it coming already. Everybody's seeing it coming. And that's the honest and plainly truth. If you don't want to believe that that's on you, the guy is not, you know, he's not a messiah. He's not a good person. He's not here for you. And if you don't believe me, ask yourself, and I end up with this. Ask yourself in your lifetime, all of you that are in this space, how many people are in here? 51 people. Ask yourself in the mirror, what millionaire or billionaire has ever helped you?
15: Can I touch on that? Uh, Unless, Matt, uh, you got something direct to say there. I want to directly relate to Leo and Bleach.
13: I'm just going to make a quick general comment. and It seems like something like this happens every time volume liquidity dries up. And the reason is because whether shares... Or options if they're scout playing the stock for profits they need that liquidity to create to create that percent swing trade and if they're playing options whether they're long or short it don't matter they're losing the theta value on a stock that's only swinging two three percent a day so this always i'm not saying this is paul i'm just saying draw your own conclusion It just seems awfully fucking fishy at the time at the end of a year. And to add to that, Ponzi's need what? New cash. New cash creates new liquidity. New longs create the ability to wash short the backside of that long. Now, I'm not saying that buying the stock is a bad thing because I don't think that a dried up liquidity of zero buying going to help or stop what's going on here because there's other things at play. But the options liquidity for day traders and people using our stock for personal swing gains needs percent move volatility through new volume and it always seems to happen as liquidity is drying up
9: Cornelius
15: so yeah to touch on like Leo, the thing there and what you were saying bleach it's it, it's, it's extremely coincidental I'm gonna say. Uh, I want to say I want to I don't want to outright say that it is exactly one for one, but it is extremely coincidental that Polte is coming in now when you have a large push by the Project Popcorn Group to essentially get someone on the board of AMC that is in their favor. Um, they, you know, that's been a large push for them for some time. Um, Polte has seemed to post things that were somewhat anti-AA, somewhat anti-AMC board-ish. And, and, you know, in his talk, you know, he's made posts that were, you know, you know, like with the Ryan Cohen of, like, you know, overpaid executives and things like that, Polte has sort of fed into that same mentality with his posts and reposting uh, Cohen and things like that, and and, and 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 at times seemingly siding with GME elitists that are anti AMC as well. So it is it from the outside looking in at Pulte, he it, the timing of this seems to coincide with a large push from Project Popcorn to get someone on the board or to get a voted out or other board members voted out um, to where he's buying in. Now I don't know his um, leverage. You know, I don't know what he's got. I don't know how many shares he can buy. If it could be considered uh, a large stake in the company enough to, you know, influence voting on the board or things like that. Um, I it's don't not. know, but, it seems, from the outside looking in, timing-wise, it seems that he is coming in at a time that could be trying to influence shareholders' uh, opinion of the board and how the board has been been acting in AMC. So he's doing all this stuff, asking questions about the company, asking questions about what you know, what people. Think about how the revenues are going and blah, blah, blah. The timing of him coming in, becoming a large stake shareholder, if, if he decided to, blah, blah, blah. And, and whether or not he could influence his weight of opinion on shareholders on what they feel like how the board is doing. Now you know again. This is me outside looking in at him. I don't know a lot about him. I don't obviously don't know his motives, but I'm only speculating. But the timing wise, it seems very suspicious that you know he was uh, re-po- uh, reposting Eaton, project fucking popcorn. Somebody who was very anti Adam Aaron, very anti AMC board, very anti all that stuff. And he's coming in at the same time talking about buying shares and things like that. You know, now, you know, he's come into some spaces, he's made some this or this, da da da, said he bought blah blah blah, showed quote unquote receipts. You know, we don't know that they're real receipts. We don't know that. Uh he said that he's uh a list member. We don't we don't know that he's actually bought a list. Um you know, I, I it's it's yet to be seen what his real play is here um he's very vague he's very uh you know he's keeping his cards tight to his fucking chest uh he's not saying a whole lot uh so uh a i'm skeptical i don't blame anyone else for being skeptical of him um I obviously need more information before I could make any real judgment on him. But uh, yes, I am skeptical of him. Um, but uh, the timing is suspicious. The, the way he acts is suspicious. The posts he makes, it's suspicious. Not going to lie. The first time I was in a
13: space with him, the first flag I got, and I was up as a speaker. And he asked me a question that if I would have answered would it constituted as financial advice. And I told him, as a non-financial advisor, this is my opinion. And then I gave him my opinion and I told him, I would not go by that. I am an uneducated ape with no finance degree. I would suggest going to a financial advisor and
15: asking them. But that's the trap. Yeah, so Terrific. exactly that, Other, Matt. People like him have very high-paid financial advisors, very high-paid financial advisors that know – all of the intricacies in and out of the stock market way better than we would ever know. They have way more up to date information on stocks in and and filings week. and all the things way before we get it. You know, you think about we get Ortex or Finra or you know all that stuff. Well, they see that you shit a, a they see that shit a month before we do. Like they know a month before we do, if, if not more.
1: If, this if, guy
15: Pulte Coming to us, asking us for information on the stock is another red flag. It's another bullshit moment, just like you said, Matt. It's like, why is he asking us about this stock?
13: And here's the other thing that flagged
15: me. And it's just because
13: I didn't know this because I wasn't in the BBQ space. But if you're talking consolidating retail in the legal action, ask yourself this. AMC's got obviously a lot of fucking data out there that points in the direction of yeah. the illicit North Niel. yeah now,
8: that's, that is a that's is a real good point. I thought it was I thought some of the questions and some of the things he nothing, was asking us was pretty strange, especially being the CEO of Pulte Capital. right nothing right comes, like, like on Cree. You don't come to Twitter and ask a bunch of random strangers.
15: Leo, do you hear Matt?
8: No, I don't hear anybody. So uh
15: Matt was he was talking when you started there. I'll drop down. Please come back.
4: Hey, I have a question. I have a question. Does anybody know where the AMC gets their chocolate from?
15: No. That would that would be you know proprietary information.
4: Now, because there's a clown, right, going around, and I already saw him and Batman interact, and he already interacted with me. He's over there talking about, you know, I could buy this brand for one dollar or whatever, you know. I'm just going to give you, like, this short story, right? When I first met my wife, right, I, I didn't know anything about eating, to be honest with you. I just ate, you know, I bought food, the cheapest food that I could get, and that was that, right? But my wife, she was already, like, you know, a little bit more, like, on the organic side and... You know, she started teaching me about like what's going on with the past the size, stuff like that. And I remember one time, you know, I was I used I used to listen until this day. I still do. I listen to motivational videos all the time, all the time. And back back in the day, I would listen to them literally all day long, like all day. I would listen to it. And I used to love this man called Jim Rohn. Right. Jim Rohn, you know, he gave me a, a perspective in life that. I remember me fighting with my wife over some fucking beans. She wanted to buy the organic beans, and I wanted to get the cheaper beans, right? But the organic beans were only a dollar, more. So I was arguing with my wife over a fucking dollar. You know what I'm saying? For a better product that is better for me, and the company that she was buying it from, she supports it. So with that same mentality, I said the same thing to this guy that is telling me that I could buy this bag of chocolates for one dollar and I don't have to spend $5, I say, hey, you know, that's good for you. If that's your choice, if that's what you want, you can get that. For me, I prefer the better quality item, and I'm also supporting a company that I love. I'm okay with that. The same concept as the beans. But I'm not going to argue with the guy saying, oh, no, AMC is better and all that. But it's what I want. It's my choice, right? Just the same way that I buy organic foods, I could buy all the cheaper stuff. I could. It was my choice. But guess what? I don't. So from now on, the chocolate that I am going to buy is AMC Sweets. Why? Because I genuinely, I love them. My girls were fighting over the goddamn bag of pretzels, man, to the point that they're like, man, I got to get this thing off of them, you know? So I support my company. And it's not just because it's my company. It's actually a very good product. And to be funny, you know, I put three nuts in my mouth, right? I chewed one, I let one melt it, and I put one all around. Just so I can taste the chocolate. Because trust me, I am a chocolate connoisseur. I mean that. My wife can tell you that. I eat a bottle of chocolate a day. Literally. So I know about chocolate. I have about every chocolate that you can imagine. Everything. But these chocolates right here, I read. like Look. Hold on.
9: Look at that bleach! I just don't want to hear about nuts swirling around in your oh, mouth. Oh wait, 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 wait! Was
4: that was just that was just funny. It's the it's the, it's the cover it's the covered like covered chocolate. But look, look, look! If
16: you like nuts in your mouth, you
4: should give me a call. <laughs> I knew you guys were gonna say that shit, but now nah, we're just playing. Like, but look at the ingredients, right?
7: Do you like fish sticks?
4: No, look fish the sticks. <laughs> the ingredients in the back of the AMC sweets—they don't have that many ingredients. Guess what? That means that they put a lot less harmful products or whatever it is. The chocolate is an actual good quality chocolate. This ain't no bullshit. Now, I want to find out who is the one that actually does the chocolate. And the only thing that it says here that my wife is a little bit against is the soy. Everything else, she was like, wow, I can't believe that they're actually... Because I was waiting for this bag. I wanted to see what the quality was. And it's actually great. So, you know what, sir? You like your $1, you know, raisins or whatever. You go ahead and buy your one dollar raisins, man. I'm gonna keep buying AMC. Uh
9: Matt's then guy. My my other point I'm trying to lead into
13: with the with the litigation drive is that if despite the unusable multitudes of in-court evidence that we have, we've got nothing on our quantity and quality that MMTLP has. And they've been in litigation well over a year now.
9: Mm-hmm. So and you have FINRA that's still pushing back and saying nothing. They've,
13: on their side, they've, got, they've got everything on their side and they still they're making headway. They've got a broker that basically admitted that they only ha- that, that 70% of the securities that the people within their brokerage own, they mm-hmm. don't have. So if you think litigation is a good thing for our company, no. go check out what they're going through. Because it sucks. It's great for them in the end, but the time that it's taken with the preponderance of usable court evidence that they have that, they, that, that in the process, the slow process, to have anything done about it
9: is insane. Just look at what court case we went through and how long that was for no reason.
8: Shut up. Go ahead, Judge Guy. Zern, that's my girl right there.
9: Oh, she is, but still, there was no reason for us being in court for that. That was totally a hedge fund play. Go ahead, Guy. All right, so so here's my point. Um,
7: has anybody watched the show 60 Days In? Does anybody know about that one? No. Yeah, a little okay. bit of it. Go, tell us a little bit. I'll, I'll set it up. So 60 Days In is a show where uh, they go into real jails, and they place, like, I don't know, like five people, just regular people, into jail and it you know the premise is let's just see how how like life works in jail and let's see what these people can find out but the thrust of it like the real difficulty these people have is they don't belong in jail and they're working on a fake story to explain why they're in jail and those people fucking are living in jail with each other every day and they're coming from the community, uh, you know, the neighborhoods and stuff. These people have like probably lived there for most of their lives. They know Welcome who to belong- my hood. yeah, they know who belongs in jail. They know what people who belong in jail look like. They know what the stories are. they it, you know, so when someone shows up and they they don't know who they are, and they're like, hey, what's your deal? Like how'd you end up here? and the thing doesn't fucking sound right, they know right the fuck away. And they know If right it doesn't away. quack like a nut. I'm telling you, they just take a good overview at somebody, and they're like, oh, here's somebody with good teeth. Here's somebody whose story doesn't make sense. Here's somebody who looks like they should be able to make bail. Here's somebody who says, oh, well, I'm on a federal transfer. Oh, really? For what? Uh, for white-collar crime. Oh, okay. Tell us more about that. And then the whole story breaks down, and they're like, "This fucker doesn't belong here." Well, that's when they a, get shanked. We're here, <laughs> or or they get they get pulled are out. Are we the are happens.
8: we the inmates? And...
7: Well, kind we've of. Got to know. It's no. That's what it is because we're here and we talk to each other all the time, and we're used to how each other talk and what we've learned. And what we see and how we see it. And so when some dude comes rolling in here and he can't answer questions and it just doesn't add up right. And like his whole backstory of like, why am I talking to you people? And like, what, what am I, what are my interests here? Are things that are contrived and they don't make sense. It's just so goddamn obvious. So, well, and it's
15: and it's the uh, others. It's the 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 sense of like I don't even need to be here. Like, why do I need to be talking to you? Like, they pull that sort of air of arrogance on you when they're coming into our community and they're asking us questions, but then they get defensive and pull this side of like I'm better than you. Well, that's going to be turned off too.
9: I'm. You are a. He thinks that he's above us. And that's what—that's one of the things that's very obvious in the way he talks. Matt? An example
13: of what you just said, as far as us as a community, made me realize that one of our biggest growths in 2023 was to know each other enough and to know the shills enough to identify when they come
9: in with a burner account,
7: yeah, this and awesome. like immediately, not immediately. in a week. Like, with well, I'm still confused
9: minutes. whenever you come in as a different avatar,
7: but talk. you're not, and that's that's Matt's point. But you're not <laughs> confused, not even for 30 seconds, you know what uh-uh. I mean? You know, that's no, the immediate. minute you start
9: talking, you're a dead giveaway. Sorry,
7: yeah. That's that's the beauty of it. It's that's Matt's point. If I'm not to put words in your mouth, but I think that's exactly. As
9: long as you're not putting nuts in my mouth, I'm okay. Honestly, it's
16: being put in people's mouths.
9: In your mouth. Yeah, <laughs>
7: putting
0: some I do, want,
9: I do want to thank everybody that came up that came up and talked. I Jawa, thank you for that post. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. I'm going to end this. With our good friend Mark Baum. Hey look, you wanna get a bite tonight? There's this um, this new Cuban place just opened on the lower east side supposed could... be good. Oh really? Yeah. You
14: and I? Yeah,
9: or other people. That sounds nice. Yeah. I would like that. Fine. Thank you very
0: much.
15: Mark, hey. It's a bloodbath up here. Morgan stock bought half its value, it's down to 2310, It's in a free fall. Clients wanted to talk to you about pulling their money. I mean, it, it, it's now or never,
16: Mark. We got to sell.
15: Mark. Mark, can you hear me?
3: Mark, are you there? Mark. Also, Bernanke just left the White House. There's going to be a bailout.
10: Well, they had to. Right? Paper was They collapsed. knew.
16: Cash would stop coming out of ATMs. They had to backstop this.
3: They knew the taxpayers would bail them out. They weren't being stupid. They just didn't care.
15: Yeah, because they're fucking crooks. But at least we're going to see some of them go to jail.
2: Right? I mean, they're going to have to break up the banks. I
3: mean, the party's over.
11: I don't know. I don't know.
3: I have a feeling that in a few years people are going to be doing what they always do in the economy tanks. They would be
1: blaming immigrants and poor people. But Mark was wrong. In the years that followed, hundreds of bankers and rating agencies' executives went to jail. The SEC was completely overhauled and Congress had no choice but to break up the big banks and regulate the mortgage and derivatives industries. Just kidding. Banks took the money the American people gave them and they used it to pay themselves huge bonuses and lobby the Congress to kill big reform. And then they blamed immigrants and poor people, and this time even teachers. And when all was said and done, only one single banker went to jail. This poor schmuck, Kareem Sarah Gelden from Credit Suisse. He hit a few billion in mortgage bond losses, something most of the big banks did on a good day during the crisis.
15: Mark, can we sell now? I mean, the fund will make almost a billion dollars. You'll clear 200 mil, Mark.
3: You know, once we sell, we'll be just like the rest of them. You know that.
15: No, we're not. We're not the bad guys here. We to defraud the American people and prey on their dreams of owning a home. All right? they did.
4: Now we get to kick them in the teeth.
16: $1,000,000,000. That's right. But we got to close out our position or it could be zero. I mean, it's it, 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 now and never, Mark. Okay. Sell it all.
11: Little-
9: that is your defining moment and that's when you know you won guys have a wonderful night